listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> My literature is literal, bro. I'm killing you niggas in every syllable, bro. Somebody called TM the little of buzz. Mad cause they cool don't get a similar buzz. Cause our flavor sounds like vibrators. Phones on silent, clippers, sky pages. Put it together, the boat less travel, we all put it together. Shoes with holes in them and tunes with soul in them. So our footprint show no signs of tiring. Yet we in the roll like folks in them retirement. Homes get acquired, we zoned in new environments. Legendary it is, and y'all know the league. I give it about a year, the league will be the lead. I give it about a year, the league will be the lead. I give it about a year, the league crew. I give it about a year, the league will be the lead. And me, I'm Vaughn P from a tribe called Tanya. Time to pay the bills a word from our sponsors a lot of people want to talk about me but see me in person and put their arm around me take pics for their page throw tits in my face but turn around and ring the alarm about me i guess i gotta get used to this public eye shit i try to do my best and act within reason i never thought y'all even cared about tay but touche apparently my dick is in season and everybody wants a free ride because the truth and the power of my words can't be denied Fontilla is still the head nigga in charge Got all you motherfuckers saying fair east side With your hand on your heart But I see through the bullshit you're selling Cause nobody's buying Y'all niggas too shook to be yourselves Scared to pledge allegiance So you feign alliance That's why I roll with the niggas who get what I am I ain't got time for you idiots So peace to my nigga Don My nigga Vaughn And can't forget my main man Elias Because they move like leaders Got the competition spellbound like a kilo And we ain't gotta thug it out You're so sorry Me, I'm so sorry So I'ma let you bitches go hug it out Because I'm shitting on your entourage Milking it for all it's worth Like hog and dodge it ain't hard with my man named Vaughn from a team called Tanya. I'm out for now. That's the word from your sponsor. Uh. Hey, listen, man. Now, I ain't gonna give him the topic. Man. I'm gonna let it go. Now, we was once two niggas of the same kind. Quick to holler at a hoochie with the same line. You was just a little smaller, but you still roller. Got stretched and YA hit the hood swole up. Remember when you had a jerry curl? I don't remember these lyrics. I remember when I had a jerry curl, but you ain't talking about me. I remember when you had a jerry curl, didn't quite learn on the block with your Glock tripping off Sherm. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tills podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, it's like, man, when you had a jerry curl and the water was just dripping all, all over your body, glistening. <laughs> and that little piece of hair used to hang over your eye. Um, yeah, my Jerry Curl was long too. <laughs> this is, uh, this is the Black Out Test podcast. And of course, uh, we are the host, uh, Rod and Karen. And, uh, yep, yep. this is a comedy podcast that we do three times a week. Um, uh, the, the two of those shows being just regular ratchet ass stuff. Uh, sometimes we have guests, sometimes we don't. Today we don't have a guest. Uh, wasn't sure we were going to be able to do a show, but, uh, let's just hope that, uh, I'm able to, um, yes, make yes. it the entire time. That'll, that'll oh, be I nice. think you will. And, um, let's go ahead and, um, you know, just hope we can do that. And then we also do one show that's a feedback show every Saturday. Um, for all the contact information for the show, you can just go to theblackouttips.com and check out the about section. Um, it's very easy. Theblackouttips.com slash about. And it has all the contact information. And you guys should be up on that. But in case you aren't, we'll give you the basics. Um, 
you can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. You can call the show, 704-557-0186. Talk to us live Saturday mornings when we do feedback or leave us a voicemail throughout the week. Um, and this week we don't have 30 of them, so I don't have to play any today to get us over the hump. <laughs> so, uh, we appreciate, but we do appreciate the people who give us feedback. Of course, we're both on Twitter. I'm Rodimus Prime. I am say that again. That is in DAT. And, uh, while you're at the blackout tips, uh, com, make sure you donate to the show. Remember just cause you donate to the show does not mean you own it. Oh no. You just helping put in on this so that Mm -hmm. we can continue to carry on the ratchetness. Yes, you you support something you love so we can keep giving you what you love, baby. You know you like this. You know you want this. You know you want more. Yeah. Bitch, be cool. Um, (laughs) don't make me put my foot in your ass. Be cool. (laughs) Come in with my dick in my hand. (laughs) I only got one. I go buy one. I take one to chill. So, yeah, you can donate to the show. You can either do one-time donations or recurring donations. Very simple. Uh, Right in the top right-hand corner. Um, You can buy stuff from our store. Um, You know, all kinds of ways to support the show. um, And it all helps us out. Um, tremendously spreading the word and stuff like that. And we're appreciative of, uh, appreciative of that. Um, don't forget also, if you leave us a five star review on iTunes, we will read it regardless of the content. Um, so you just, you know, if you have something to say, leave it, leave it on iTunes and, uh, make sure it's five stars. Uh, it always helps to show out and it makes us look better when you guys do that stuff. It does. We are officially over 3000 likes on Facebook. Yes. Thank you. Crazy. crazy I know. Crazy. Right. And anyone who's ever started a Facebook page knows how hard that is. Hell yeah. <laughs> if you're not famous or some shit, it's hard. Like, yeah, you could if you get 50. Yeah, so, you know, thank you guys who continue to spread the word and have people like us. We really do appreciate it. It's uh, what makes us do the show on days where you're not feeling in the shit. It's like, no, we got a show to do. Let's get in here and fucking get it done. I know it's so, sir. Uh, now, of course, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Yes, sir. And this podcast is sponsored. We have the week off from Adam and Eve, so no need to read that copy. But this podcast is sponsored by the Audio Play 3 Exit, which sets a Shadow Dog Productions record, an all-time high, if you will, of 21 different actors who took part. Including friends so of the legal, show. they can legally drink now. Twenty one. Twenty one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they includes friends of the show: John Fouts, Alexa Yeams, Nathaniel J. Brown, and Joanna Moffat. Uh, the audio play is fucked up. Per Dexter, that's what he <laughs> told, me, told me to say that. Dexter uh, knows his audience, doesn't he? <laughs> so right, he's like, oh, there's no need to censor this. <laughs> the audio play is fucked up, so only check it out if you can handle some hardcoreness. No pussies allowed, people. Um, and you can check it out at shadowdogproductions.com slash three exits.html. The link is already on the blackouttips.com. Mm-hmm. There's a making of video on YouTube, which is also on the blackouttips.com. Mm-hmm. Go to the blackouttips.com. Click play on that. Um, uh, if you don't click play, click the thumbs up anyway. Yes. Um, you know, help spread the word for Dexter, man. It always helps him out and that helps us out because it gives him a reason to keep giving us money. Yes, sir. And we need money. You know, y'all guys don't realize how close y'all were to not having any more podcasts for the next two weeks. <laughs> like, about to I, max that shit out. Yeah, I got an email. Automatic was like, oh, um, you know what? Y'all might want to give us some more money. Nigga, yeah. what? They was like, y'all at 97%. I was like, 97%. Oh, damn. Mm. Somebody has been going through the archives because 
that's crazy you know yes so. and we thank every single we thank you yeah so we were able to take y'all money and put it back in the podomatic to help keep y'all getting the show see how it yes. all pays now it's behind the scenes so maybe you didn't know that you know but you yeah because the last day we were like hey 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 why why it stopped halfway downloading halfway through it was like right. incomplete yeah we already got people that think we google without us having any issues i know i know right if the fucking show stopped downloading i can't imagine what kind of fucking my twitter time i just log off twitter like, <laughs> throw your phone? phone off too yeah um anyway man so thank you guys who do that man um now we don't have to do any interviews or having mm-hmm. karen how was your day today my day today was good sir it was really good. I, I have no complaints. Um, a coworker got on my nerves. But other than that, I have no complaints. What else is new? Coworkers getting on nerves. <laughs> now, you, now, I think we've talked about uh, the coworker before where, mm-hmm. uh, and this is the thing, man. Uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of people have drama and issues with people at work or whatever, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have to deal with that shit. It's really nothing you can do about it. But, um... The problem with all this shit with the uh, coworkers is the kind of coworker that's so crazy they get on your nerves. They're used to having drama. Yep. So you're not, you know, as a person uh, that just wants to come to work and do your job and you, go the fuck home. Yes. Yeah, you want peaceful resolution, and they want the drama. You mm-hmm. know, so it's like really hard to deal with that type of conflict at work. And most people get caught unprepared. So you know. um would you do you have like i i guess we can let's let's break down some advice for people um like in karen's case uh what was what was one of the things she was doing that was like starting this shit with you um have tension tantrums at the job i don't know if anybody has ever dealt with people that have tension tantrums where temper tantrums yeah uh, temper tantrums yes i messed that up where they huff and puff loudly mm. uh if they have an issue a problem with what you said instead of coming directly to you they'll just talk out loud around you like you're not even there whoa like 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 what give me an example like like let's say something about errors or mistakes or something like that which everybody makes them right. um you know well, i'm tired of people making errors i'm tired of having to fix the errors bitch this is your job <laughs> right it's like i mean you know, i hate to be like that but well, this is your job well it's kind of that thing at work where everybody bitches but you know if things went perfectly they wouldn't need you right yes you know it's like you know man the problem is accountant tell you they keep fucking up no you know the problem is sales man they don't give a fuck about the contract and you know the problem is this and it's like well you know if everybody just did this shit it, we'd be here for 20 minutes and it only need three of us so yeah, you know, er- them er- fucking up errors, is not the worst thing in the world. My thing is errors keep you working. And my thing is like, I know job is perfect, so I don't complain at my job. But it's some people that get off on complaining. Right. And there are people that get off on thinking it's superior. There's people that have complexes at their job that think that they're so motherfucking important that they won't ever get fired. I tell people, if you're not the CEO, CFO, if you ain't making billion-dollar deals, you are replaceable. And even if you make billion-dollar deals, you fuck up, you're replaceable too. You know, and, and people fail to realize a job is just that, a job. Mm-hmm. I, I guess this is the way I look at it. I know I'm replaceable. Like, but you have people that just, you know, think they're the best of the best and think want nobody to fire them and just think they can cut a monkey and cut a fool at the job and do whatever they want to. There's no consequences or repercussions to their actions. But uh, what people fail to realize, human resources is real. Mm-hmm. And human resources ain't talented. Human resources like shit. I come and do my job and I shouldn't have to sit in the working environment that I don't like and it's uncomfortable for me. Yeah, people fail to realize a lot of stuff. Now, here's the thing I was going to say. Um, 
because i think a lot of people they get triggered by these things and these yes, things are triggers right they trigger your temper your anger and all this stuff okay first of all you can't react like that to these people no you you, you can't and, and 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 i think for me personally it bothers people that they get no response out of me it's like they just want something out of me um a lot of times um the 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 best thing to do mm. um when you have people cutting fools around you and cutting monkey i call it cutting the monkey around me a lot of times as soon as the incident is over it's time to get up and go to supervisor and managers immediately okay hold on that's what i was gonna get at um first of all you can't react like that to people and you can't let them know they got to you nope. right um because that's what happens with most people is there's something inside of you that like is a fighter you're part of you just wakes up like I'm being attacked and your fight or flight sense comes in and you either run and you cower and you get scared of these people that are work bullies or you do the opposite, which is you try to fight them and bring it to their face and talk some shit back to them. And you can't win with either one of those. Yeah, okay. One, they won't stop if you, if you don't, if you don't say anything, they'll never stop. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's never going to be a point where they're actually okay. Now you're just the person at your job that will take their shit. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, secondly, um, you can't fight these people because they are much more comfortable acting a fool and looking like a fool in front of everybody than you ever will be. So they're completely happy to sacrifice their entire careers. Many times yeah, getting fired, like to yeah. them getting fired. Well, I show her, but you lost your job. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, at the end of the day, I'm about that work. When they were talking about that work on that 45 fucking minute CD that Phenom Black played. Uh, it wasn't a CD. Um, it was uh, a rap battle. It fucking should have been a CD. It was long enough. <laughs> Shit took it forever. Was. It was. Um, I'm sorry for, you know, okay, do watch uh, Brandon and, and Miss Music Love and them at Where's My 48? Shout out to them. Um, but um, for me, I'm about that paycheck. And if I lose my job, it's going to be because I did something, not because you did something to cause me to react. Uh, my thing is that you have to know when to stand up in the workplace and when not to stand up in the workplace. And the thing about it is that uh, there are grown adults that are fucking bullies at, in the working environment. And nobody mm-hmm. wants to admit this and nobody wants to claim this. Well, Truth I think, that I think people know it. I think, I think people do know it and people will admit that. Uh, there's work bullies and stuff like that, and people just deal with it. It's, yeah, and, that, and that's you know, the thing. You know, they just they they just hope that they don't they're not the one getting picked on, and then they deal with it. Yeah, because everybody, well, it won't happen to me. But what they fail to realize, eventually, it will come down your road. And like mm-hmm. I said, and and as far as um I'm concerned, yes, I will tell. Yes, I will go because at the end of the day, um, we're not on the street. You yeah. know, did you know? It's, it, you know, and, and and if I do anything to you, a lot of times they will run quicker to human resources quicker than you will, and make it seem like you're the crazy one. Well, here's how you fight it, guys. For in case you ever run into this, and you have no idea what to do. Um, well, remember all those harassment and sexual training like sexual harassment training videos that everybody they gave you. ignores yes. and uh you kind of laughed it off and you made a couple jokes with your co-workers about That's how it. funny the acting was yeah you need to pay attention to that shit because they're telling you what you need to do first thing you need to do is document everything yes sir uh and a lot of times what happens is you get so angry and you won't document things mm-hmm. you'll you'll forget about it you'll lose important details you'll lose mm-hmm. the context of why things are right and wrong and a lot of times when you have to write something down and document it, you're basically organizing your thoughts. Yes, you are. Thus, you're organizing your case against this person. And the more violations they have, the bigger that document uh, folder gets. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you have an entire casework against them. And your boss 
is going to be known like it's known now like okay i have to kind of protect uh our interest as a company because we now have a track record of harassment you take the documentation each incident to your boss you mm-hmm. email them like hey this is what happened today you, can to I, you have time to meet can you, i send this to you in an email that's what you do and that's how you take down these crazy people too many times i've seen uh drama in the workplace get to a, a boiling point, point because nobody actually wants to t- write shit down and go to a boss and by the time you get ready to make a move it's like the crazy person that started everything will have already uh done something like going to the boss oh yeah and make oh, it yeah. look like it's your fault mm-hmm. you know so you have to be on top of the shit because that's they're crazy they have a certain plan that they would like to act on and the way that they would like this thing to go and you got to shake it up. You got to be cool, calm, and collected mm-hmm. to deal with that type of shit, man. I think nobody really talks about this. Mm-mm. Most people just like, that motherfucker crazy at your job. Mm-hmm, they crazy at my job, too. And then they walk off like, yeah. we're supposed to just deal with crazy people at our jobs and, all the time. And, and you shouldn't have to. And a lot of times, uh, the thing is that it's best better to keep supervisors and managers involved so when something does pop off they are not caught off by surprise or they don't get a call from human resource and they're going what the fuck this is the first time i've been hearing about this when this might be a six month or mm-hmm. one year or three year have a long um incidents that's been rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling until one day you decide to snap and retaliate and the moment you snap and retaliate it's all over for you and pleading your case and all that yeah, bullshit. It's, it's like the nfl they only see the retaliation so it's like if if say someone's been coming over your desk and they've been uh harassing you all week and so finally one day you flip the fuck off and go look i'm trying to work stay out of my area you are distracting me and i have plenty of stuff to do mm-hmm. well somebody sees karen go the fuck off and it's like oh i'm gonna go tell human resources not that person but the person who has been annoying you mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell your boss i'm gonna write something about how you got a bad attitude it's like right because you waited till you snapped you waited till shit got way too bad and then they saw you flip freak out they're not gonna talk about the time they the, the person visited your cubicle 17 times mm-hmm. and was talking condescending to you that, none mm-hmm. of that's ever gonna come up Mm-mm. it's only gonna be uh karen flipped out it's never gonna you know when you could have documented like hey this person is not my boss but they keep coming over here with a bad attitude mm-hmm. and uh i would appreciate it if you know i i could just send this this work send my work through my manager to them you know i don't want to deal with this person Mm -hmm. something very simple but because you never think of it you never write it down you got too mad whatever you think you just have to deal with it it ends up being a big problem so you know i just i was thinking about that when we were talking about you know work the other day and i was like i wonder if anybody else is dealing with that you know work bullies and and how do they deal with it do they just freak out and now both of them look like fools you know yep and, and my thing is that you have to be strategic and and the problem is that people are not like you say strategic when it comes to these things and they get wrapped up with men and women both have to deal with this but a lot of the snapping and going off and cattiness comes from women mm-hmm. you know you really don't really see men deal with it e- even though this issue does well, you know what's funny too you know what's funny is Men do this shit a lot. Women just get a bad rap in the workplace. Mm-hmm. But I have worked with so many men with huge issues. But it's like because you're a man, man. it's okay. Yes. Like I, I work with men that do stuff like constantly cuss people out at work. Mm-hmm. And, it's acceptable. Yeah, very mean, very demonstrative. And if that person had dicks. a yeah, if that person had a vagina, oh, they would be getting called all kinds of names around the office. 
but instead they're known as like the dude not to fuck with you know don't don't say that to randy because you know randy does not play that but it's like yeah well randy was also cursing people smooth the fuck out in the middle of a meeting last week and y'all thought that was cool you know if that would have been uh you know melissa cuss the people out in the, in the middle of me we'd all been like what a see you next tuesday am i right fellas you know <laughs> like completely fucked up man so i don't think it's just a woman thing i think it gets that that type of rep you know around the around the office Place. And, 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 and only I, women argue like that and all that shit and 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 the thing about it is that i've realized that for me um personally and just my personality mm-hmm. Um, I can annoy the shit out of people. Like, like, like. Ignore or annoy? Ignore. Okay. Ignore them. Like, the headphones I have on my head right now, for those of you in vocal, these are the same size headphones I have at my job. They completely cover my ears. Um, I would turn that shit up and, um, chit the grapes on every fucking thing that you got to say. Yeah. And my thing is that, uh, a lot of people at my job, some of them feel like I'm antisocial. I'm like that for a reason. Because a lot of times I don't like to be bothered with people because a lot of times people ain't shit. And I know this in real life. They ain't shit in my family. They ain't shit in my job. People just say <laughs> shit. And at the end of the day, people get on your nerves sometimes. You just don't want to be fucking bothered. I'm just keeping, you know, yeah. people don't want to admit that. Sometimes you just, you just don't want to deal with people. And my thing is about getting my paycheck and going home. I don't want you to know about my personal life. You don't need to know about my husband. They ask me all those types of questions. Where you live. All this other bullshit that's work-related. A lot of times I'm like, I don't know. None of your business. And everybody look at me like I'm wrong for telling you that you're being fucking nosy. Yeah, that stuff doesn't bother me as much, like, the, the work bully people bother me the most like the the stuff where the inane chit chat of life that shit just constantly seems to be everywhere yes, you know it does. that doesn't bother me as much but the, the shit where it's just people always trying to start some shit at work like i can't take that like look we are at work you there's some people that feel like if they can't turn everything they're involved in into the soap opera then it's yeah. not productive like true there's no investment and it's and you'll find these people are in every facet of society yes they are you know there's people that got to turn the church into soap opera there's people that got to turn work into soap opera there's people that got to turn going to the gym into the soap opera it's you know <laughs> this this bitch hates me and she's my enemy well, she I'm ain't even thinking her. twice about you yeah or maybe she is but the problem maybe both of y'all are soap opera queens i don't know the problem is true like i'm never that person Mm-mm. like i'm just not that person in anything i do where it's like and now to create a narrative about how the world hates me like i don't give a fuck man and it would actually things would go a lot smoother if no one gave that much of a fuck or yeah. pretending not to and, and a lot of times i i don't give a fuck about a lot of shit and my thing and and i think for me personally a lot of people that are like that the funny part shit that matters shit that has something to do with their job they don't give a fuck about, but yeah. shit that does is not productive. You ain't getting a pay raise. You ain't. It doesn't affect your job at all. That's the shit they're most concerned about. And I'm like, I don't understand this. Yeah, it makes no sense. I think it's the drama of it all. Um, speaking of some drama, um, hey man, why can't people just admit when they're wrong? True. Like we have a fan of the show, right? Mm-hmm. I think he's a fan. I don't know. Uh, is he goes on Twitter? His name is like Manga Man something mm-hmm. right and uh he like and, and it's one of those people that uh apparently you know 
people say on social media you can be whoever you want to and all this shit no you can't hide your crazy okay no it'll come out it comes out like people might be really polite and not tell you because you don't really have to deal with people on social media that's right you know like i don't spend much time really saying or judging people too much on Mm -hmm. social media because to be quite honest shit to do i don't have to deal with you nope i don't have to like you're one block button away from me never seeing you again say so that like, again i don't really get too worked up over over people normally because it's like yeah you know fuck you fuck me move on right mm-hmm. but um i knew he was kind of crazy because he was talking about um uh on um, we on on spoiler movie reviews we were talking about how me karen and i go see resident evil Mm-hmm. every year that it comes out in the we theater sh- we sure do every year it comes even out. though it's terrible it is i don't give a damn yeah we'll, i enjoy the terribleness yeah well, every time we enjoy the shit out of it we have we do never seen a bad one in nope the <laughs> never, as far as we're concerned yeah. we ain't never seen a bad one <laughs> never had a bad experience nope uh even as people are walking out uh, <laughs> yes we are having we will a great stay time. there yes so um he's uh he, he was he was uh like tweeting about some like just saw resident evil it was off the hook man it was everything i thought it would be and he was in the tweet he was including me you brandon chris and kev i think yeah oh okay i remember this yes yeah and i was like but wait a minute only me and karen like those movies them niggas hate those movies and they are not gonna go see it Mm -mm. like they absolutely are you know and so i responded to him like hey chill out because you know these other people don't give a fuck about this movie Mm -mm. and he was about to spoil shit, and I was like, yeah, I don't need no spoilers. I mean, you mm-hmm. do want me to see it, right? So, and, and you know what? I don't know who you are, honey, but I'm going to let you know right now. I blocked your ass. I was like, <laughs> we got eight people in this, and they talk about some bullshit blocked. Because it, it looked like spam to me. Roger, Roger said, he's a real person. I don't give a damn. Don't tie my name up with eight people with some random quote. You blocked. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so he got blocked, man. But, um... It's funny though because it's Cause it funny. just looked like spam. I was like, "Oh, who does you block?" Yeah, I didn't block him, but I guess it's funny because I, I save some of you people from getting blocked by Karen sometimes. She just like, I don't know what they talking about. Block. I'm like, no, yes. no, that person is a fan of the show, twelve time donator. <laughs> they were making a joke. It, you don't, you don't understand. It's like, oh, well, they need to say better or something. I'm like, <laughs> explain yourselves so across Twitter. Uh, blocking people like Bomani and shit. So, <laughs> um. So dude was um so you know and this so I picked up on the fact that he was crazy a couple weeks ago. That's that's my point there. So this other thing happened and we're gonna get back to Mega Man in a minute. Mm-hmm. We got to go down a whole other tangent. Okay. As my girl April, I mean as my girl Amber would say, it's a thing. It is a whole thing, y'all. Yes, it is. So I've been watching this show and it's fucking terrible. Um, it's on NBC. It's called Revolution. Yes, it's a terrible show. Yeah, it's a horrible show. It's about a post-apocalyptic world where everything in the world does not work if it runs on electricity. As my man Tone from Hot Fire Starters would say, what a size. And he is correct. <laughs> that shit is so ridiculous. Like, batteries don't work. That's how fucking whatever the the event that caused all the power to cut off, also batteries don't work. Nothing works. Nothing like oh so just i don't know what it could be like a super emp like how the fuck it cut batteries off like just so ah! just so over the top man anything with power off so like they stole they, they they do a whole and it's full of sci-fi cliches guys mm-hmm. like uh you know another one of those futures where it's about six black people in it you know how they 
<laughs> like I swear, in every future scenario, white people are telling us in all their fiction that they they got something up on their sleeves to get rid of the niggas, yo. I don't know what it is. Yes, it's something, but we don't exist in in twenty forty four. Right, in every single everything except the Matrix two. There's a fucking shortage of Negroes in the future. It's like, yep, and the one black person was also blind. It's like, damn! Ah! We can't even see the future. It's the only way we could get them in. Um, so yeah, uh, so I, you know, I'm watching in whatever, right? In the first week, uh, you know, an apocalyptic America, future, you know, terrible society or whatever is, they, they, they're going into this militia and then there's this brother that, uh, played on, um, Breaking Bad, I don't know his real name. It's like Juan Carlos something, whatever. Uh, he's playing one of the villains. He's the head of, uh, he's like a, uh, one of the people that is head of the militia. Not, you know, not the main head, but he's head of a militia. And then part of the rule is that they gather up everybody's guns. You can't have guns. If you have a gun, uh, and you're not part of the militia, it's penalized by death. So, yes, you know, and they're trying to figure out what happened in this event, what caused all the power to go out. So he's going around just like taking people's guns and like rounding people up and ra- taking white people off into the, you know, to, to go, uh, you know, to, to, to take them to join the militia and all this shit. So, um, you know, I'm watching the first episode and I thought it was all right, but I was like, you know what? It's kind of like, uh, Fallen Skies where it's bad, but I'm gonna watch it. I, this is the show yeah, I picked to watch. Yeah, that's your show. This is my new show. This is what I'm fucking with. Y'all want to ride with me? Uh, the first two episodes are probably streaming somewhere. You can feel free to catch on board NBC Revolution. I'm watching this until it gets canceled in December or whenever. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that shit ain't going for season two. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got a feeling that, uh, this will be a short ride, but I like me some sci-fi and I like some bad sci-fi. Like what, what, what was that? The, um, the other one you watched with the, 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 the cape. Yes, that's one. Yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> what a bad show. Anyway. That was a terrible show. And this show is just as bad, by the way. It There's is. so much bullshit in this show. You know, they have, like, the future, uh, you know, world where everything is back to, like, the Middle Ages almost. Yes, um, it is. And there's, like, the, the the main kid that's, like, the uh, protagonist is so fucking annoying. Her name is Charlie. Oh, she's the fucking worst. And she's stupid. They wrote her. They wrote her as a dumb ass character. Who are these people that keep writing these characters that don't realize it? They are in an apocalypse yet. Like who yeah, are these? She want to have compassion. Yeah. She don't kill them. Why can't I go out? They're like, um, nigga, it's lions and tigers and bears out there. You talking about why can't I go out by myself? Right. She was like, literally, she is like, I am so tired. Of only being able to go in a three mile radius of the house, daddy. Let me be free. And he's like, listen, there are people walking the roads that want to rape, murder, and kill everybody. We need to stay where we can protect and what we know and stay in this in this city limits with blah, blah, blah. Why, daddy? Why? Yeah, daddy, why are you always holding me back like this? You know you wrong. We're like, bitch, because that pterodactyl I see is going to run off with you. That's why. Right. I just wanted to slap it like this apocalypse. The fuck is wrong with you? She's the worst. This is the apocalypse. People I'm are like, dying. Why she die? Yeah, she needs to die for just being stupid. Right. It doesn't make any sense that she's like, it's like the ultimate version of weeds where she's just getting by on being white. It's like, but I'm a white woman. It's like, oh, well, don't kill her then. Things will work out. So, um, Charlie has this weird morality where she does shit like, 
she had to go find like her father gets killed the first episode not a spoiler it's in the fucking trailer but uh anyway uh for those of y'all that, that are sensitive to spoilers skip for it five minutes so her father gets uh fuck you, you skip for it nigga i told you skip for it so. you better anyway her father gets ki- killed he says go find my brother and uh the only thing she knows about her brother about her who's her uncle i guess only thing she knows about her uncle is that he is and this is a live this is a quote from the show good at killing that's it right <laughs> he used to be in the cia and he's good at killing so they gotta go find him because uh the militia kidnapped her little brother who has asthma and is constantly coming up that he has asthma yeah. movie movie asthma as i like to call it yeah your asthma kicks in at the at the precise time that we need your ass to breathe right at the right right at the wrong time is when your asthma comes through um so anyway they um she goes to get her uncle and shit right so her uncle apparently is on the low he's a very wanted man but he's working as a bartender in chicago or some shit um and so uh and my thing mm-hmm. is that how i don't understand this if we in post-apocalypse and ain't no power how you got a bar people gonna need to drink in the apocalypse game oh okay. so none of the bar stuff runs off of power uh i guess not they was making frothy l's way before electricity care okay my bad uh so uh, it would be funny if dude like open up like a miller light or some shit <laughs> yeah it's like ah, right, let me get a sam like, adams I was like that shit gotta be warm as hell someone's still ordering a fucking uh uh, uh fancy european beer and shit <laughs> but uh, anyway so he's like a bartender and shit and he's like serving everybody and they come in and uh they do that that cliche where you know uh, I'm looking for so-and-so, so-and-so. And you know it's him, but he's like, never heard of him. They got to always do that shit. They always got to do that shit. I don't know who you talked about. Yeah, it's like, well, uh, it's really important. Uh, he, he said to live around here. This is the only bar in the 10-mile radius. He had to come through here. And, you know, because uh, obviously every bartender knows everybody. I wonder if you tried that in real life, what would happen? I don't know, but um, I'm, I'm going to go out and go back in. I'm sorry. I'm freezing up. Okay, I'm looking for Jeremy Davis. It's like uh, Jeremy Davis. Uh, never heard of him. Uh, yeah, well, um, uh, I'm I, I need Jeremy Davis. Oh wait, Jeremy Davis got a tattoo on his face, about six five. Like I don't think I don't think any bartender really works like that. I just think that that's how uh, that's how people uh, try to treat it or whatever. But um, uh, you back in yet? I'm sorry. I don't even know how to get out. Oh, um, I still show you in the chat. How here. do I get out? Do I just need to X out? I mean, just X out the whole program. All right. Well, just let me know when you're back in. No problem. Um, yeah, apparently. And, uh, my screen just went blank. Mm-hmm. Isn't this great? Vocal, why are you doing this right now? Oh, did I put us both out? I'm, I'm just yeah, trying to. You might have got us both kicked out. <laughs> are we oh. still live, y'all? Can y'all hear us? I don't know. Can they hear us? Oh, great. Yeah, they can hear us. Is my screen black, y'all? Or is it showing me? Uh, yeah, it looks like my screen is black. I, I I don't know. I didn't know how to get out, so I figured I get out. I didn't realize me me getting out put everybody out. Next time, just do your settings again. See if that helps. The settings don't have nothing but the volume. That's it. Oh, really? It was like volume and what camera you want to use, what mic. That's mm. it. I don't got no kick myself out button. Yeah, it keeps telling me to start the event. Fuckity fuck fuck. All right, man. Let me reset this, guys. Live podcast and see what happens. Jesus Christ. Uh, vocal is killing me lately, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I know it's not your fault. I know you don't know. It's fine. 
Let me see if I can. Uh, and, and because they took the power of being able to kick you all out. All right, I think I'm back in. I'm not. Uh, did you refresh and all that stuff? I'm, I'm trying to get in back in okay. right now. Yeah, your computer might just be a little slower than mine. <sighs> Focal. Good grief, man. Y'all just don't want us to be great sometimes. Yeah, I was freezing up. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so he does that cliche. And, like, you know that shit would never work in real life if somebody's like, not. Hey, man, do you know Jeremy James? Jeremy James, never heard of him. Yeah, uh, Jeremy James, man, he lives around here. I know you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, guy with curly hair, wearing skinny jeans. That's right. I talked to him three days ago. It's like, no, <laughs> you would never fucking know. He's like, motherfucker, it's Chicago. There's one bar and everybody goes here. And no, I don't know everybody's fucking name. There's no credit cards anymore. Where There's no tabs. knows your name. Right. <laughs> right. It's like cheers and shit. Yes. So, so yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just thought that that shit was kind of whack. But, um, turns out that he's the guy. And he's like, what do you want him for? She's like, I'm his niece. And so they finally go back and shit, right? So. Mm-hmm. It gets out that apparently he is the dude that everybody's looking for. The militia comes looking for him. They send mm-hmm. 20 men in. Y- yes. He kills them all with sword ratchetness easily. Y- yes, he without a problem, didn't yeah. he? One, two, three. Like, I just killed 20 people. No problem. Didn't he break didn't, I know, right? His head, his head jail was still in place. Right. That's another thing. These post-apocalyptic world. Their hair is too good. Where are y'all getting your hair care products from? I don't know. It's 15 years into the future with no electricity and everyone wakes up with perfectly manicured hair. Yes, I, I, I guess the, the, you know, the dirt in the future is that magic dirt. I guess so, man. Like, no one gets really dirty or sweaty either. It's like the cleanest looking motherfuckers out there living outdoors with no power ever. It's like, yeah, man, I... I would go fight this sword battle, but first let me get some perk plus, and then uh, I'm gonna take on this battle. Am I in there now? Uh, not yet. Uh, let me. I'll refresh it. But um, yeah, that. But yeah, so they basically, you know, do the whole thing where she goes and tells them that she's like his uh his niece and all this stuff. Um, and uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a minute, Karen. Um, uh, is it showing me? Did you log in and all that stuff? thought i did hold on okay but uh so so basically they do all this stuff right and um so (laughs) the here's the part that i don't like charlie right charlie um there's a there's a man who's like a bounty hunter he's coming to get her uncle Mm -hmm. you know and charlie decides that you know it's okay to beat up the bounty hunter but it's not okay to kill him like on some batman shit in a post-apocalyptic future where she was almost raped last episode. Yes. Seconds away from getting raped. But she still believes in humanity, people. She's not giving up. She thinks that people can change and be good people and all this shit. So um, she decides to, uh, she like her uncle beats this dude, you know, knocks him unconscious. And he's about to put a sword through his chest. And she's like, no, no. Let him live. Can't you see he's had enough? And he was like, uh, this dude's a bounty hunter. I'm yes. Sh- I'm sure and, he's not alone. And if he'd have had a chance, he'd have killed me, bitch. Yeah, he was trying to kill me, and I'm sure he's not alone. He would do the same to you. And she's like, no, let him live. Ten minutes later, after he lets him live, the guy shows up at a bar, kidnaps her, or takes her hostage, um, and apparently makes the uncle have to give back uh, like take himself into custody because her dumb ass let him live. 
Yes. And her face looked so stupid, dog. Like I was just looking at her, like really, dog. Yeah, and and then um, what what really pissed me off? He was like, "Well, I need to go do something. I need to find this woman. Why is this woman so important?" He was like, "Um, cause she's important." He was like, you came to me. She said, like, why can't I go with you? I was like, bitch, you just tried to get him killed. And you talking about, why can't I go yeah. with you? No. Yeah, I actually like him. The dude, yes, I like the dude too. Like, that's he, my, that would be my attitude too in the future. If you're in my way, in my way, um, yes, I'm going to have an attitude about things. You came and asked for my help. I was living fine. You ruined my fucking life. And now I'm going on a mission to save a nephew that I never fucking met or knew about. And you're sitting around talking about, why do we do it this way? You don't know what the fuck you're doing, ma'am. Hmm. So you just gotta learn to chill. Yes. Nothing, nothing, nothing we can be, can be done about that Mm-mm. at all. So uh, yeah. So um, anyway, I was watching it and I was live tweeting it. How about so now? So I had to make my jokes, right? That's what I. Yes, do. that's what you do. Um, Very good, sir. Yeah, I'm live tweeting, making my jokes and and all that stuff. Uh, not yet. Oh wait, here you go. All right, I got you, Karen. Um, that should make you co-host again all right so um yeah so i'm liking my jokes right and i don't is is it the election i what what the fuck is is wrong with people that is making people like lose their shit right now you know like i'm i'm just being me i'm doing the same shit i always do yeah this ain't nothing new but it's like the drama is finding me man yeah like people are taking my my jokes serious now people are yeah you know what what man is this just me uh or what happened to sense of humor did sense of humor just decide to leave and go away and people's like fuck it nothing's funny no more i honestly don't know man because sometimes it's annoying it's like if i got to explain the, sh- the joke to you the shit is not a joke no more all right okay so i'm i'm watching nbc's revolution right and I'm making a hypothetical joke about a fictional TV show. Yes. And I was like, um, you know, there's a part where there's a black dude that's, you know, that, that Juan Carlos dude looks black, mm-hmm. who's uh, also perfect edge up in the future with no electric clippers. Okay. Because um, <laughs> you know how people going to know how to do black hair and keep it trim, be able to keep that tight fade in the future. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? With no electronic clippers. But, um, At all. So he he's uh you know arresting people for having guns and shit and I was like, oh no, Juan Carlos, you know this black dude is taking everybody's guns. He's uh rounding them up, um and and uh like persecuting these white people. This must be produced by Chuck Norris because this is the thousand ah. years the thousand years of darkness he talked about with Obama. Yes, you know. And uh and then uh they found they found an American flag in a dude's house that they stole that they took his guns and they burned it. Mm-hmm. And I said, Oh no, they burned the American flag. This show is Fox News propaganda revolution. So I guess there's this chick who's a revolution um junkie. Um her name is Words to Run by on Twitter. She's blocked me by now. I hope she did. Yeah, I, I was hoping she blocked me that night. But people, it's funny how people will engage you, and then when you start going in on them, they will purposely not block you so they can feel like, oh, this is so funny to me. None of this is getting to me. And then they block you the next day because they was crying. Like, yeah, that, was, <laughs> that shit hurt, you liar. Um, so she says, propaganda, look what they have already done to your constitutional rights. Now, here's the part where I try to just keep my party going right i don't 
always start on some like, I would like to make a hundred tweets to this person. That's not how I start. I start with, I would like to make one treat, tweet that shuts everything down. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, let alone the fact that she's a white woman telling me about my constitutional rights and now they've been violated. Uh, and getting all this from a fucking TV show based in a fictional reality 15 years, uh, you know, into the future where there's no power. Right. I know, right? Yeah, so realistic. So, um, I was like, shut up. <laughs> That's all I said. Um, uh, and she said, shut up. Clearly, you are anti-First Amendment then. Anti-First Amendment? Now, this this gives, this gives is going to come back full circle, but remember the First Amendment part because, nigga, <laughs> that's not the First Amendment. If shut up was violating your First Amendment rights, you know how many fucking parents would be in prison? For fussing at their kids? Shut up doesn't violate anything with the First Amendment. I'm just telling you to shut up. Said, so you're clearly anti First Amendment. I said, no, I am anti you speaking. <laughs> so that's what shut up means. Shut up. So it says, so when you have to think outside your box, you succumb to personal attacks. Nice to know. Now, I think she's being sarcastic. I don't think it was nice of her to know that. Um, <laughs> no, not at all. Second of all, she hasn't caused me to think outside of any box yet. I'm the one that made the propaganda joke, not this trick. So I was like, what? And uh, uh, my man Terrence uh, came through and said, it is the First Amendment right to tell you to shut up? <laughs> so, yeah, he's right. Uh, I think it was Terror and Love that said that. And um, I said, it didn't take any thought to tell you to shut up. And I said, you're being a real see you next Tuesday about this right now. It's just a TV show. Ah! Let it go. I just said, ah, I see. You're just rude then. Makes perfect sense to me. And I was like, Oh, okay. Uh, rudeness is my right. And, uh, I say rudeness is my right. You entitled twit. How dare you lecture black people about rights? Sod off. That's right. I've been watching a lot of Buffy. And, uh, <laughs> that's what Spike says to people when he tells them wants them to go fuck themselves. He says sod off. Yep. So I liked using that. It was giving me a chance to use sod off. I don't get to, to do use that. Use it that much. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, she says, uh, uh, nope, I just didn't appreciate you being rude It I, when I was just trying to start a discussion. you How are you starting a discussion by being negative? <laughs> Who starts a discussion like by that? By talking about First Amendment rights. Your rights are being violated. You're welcome. <laughs> let you know. And my thing is this. People trip me out when you are minding your business. It ain't like you went to her. She came into your timeline. Right. She said, clearly I set my expectations too high because you seem like you have interesting thoughts. Well, your first thing was to tell me how, you know, the rice was all fucked up. So mm-hmm. I said, you don't start a discussion like that. I found you to be arrogant and condescending. Now you want to claim victim? Shut up. <laughs> if you had just followed my advice and shut up the first time, we'd be fine right now. You would be talking. Right? I was trying to help you out. Says, sorry, I don't readily take advice from people who are rude within the first three seconds of speaking with them. Which is kind of awkward because, I mean, that... that, That's how the conversation started with you. Yeah. I said, ma'am, no, 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 ma'am. I was being rude because I don't want to have a conversation with you. So you see, that was the point. That's why I said shut up. Not because I want to talk to you. I said shut up because I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yes. Right? Like, who says shut up? So, I would like to have a conversation with you. Shut up. Right. See, that is the problem. No, 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 no
you 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 missed the whole point. I, We're not. I, I, I said that because I wanted your lips to stop moving. I wanted the words that were coming out of your mouth to quit coming across the screen right. and keep coming in my shh. So it says, if you wanted me to just shut up, clearly you have no more respect for the First Amendment than you claim I do. And I said, fool, you don't even know what the First Amendment means, do you? I can tell you to shut up your silly pie hole if I want. Uh, she said, well, good, sir. It seems we both failed at getting out of that, which uh, I don't know what she means. What I think she, means. she was trying to seek some camaraderie. So I'd be like, you're right. We both did. How do we get off to that weird start? You know, um, so I said, you think the ability to tweet someone is a First Amendment, right? <coughs> oh, my God. Civics failed you. And uh, once she said that, uh, it seems like we both failed. I realized she was trying to bridge, you know, bridge the gap and have some peace. So I said, you know what? We probably just got off on the wrong foot. Would you like to have sex sometime? Because, you know, that's how I make up with people. I, it doesn't. Ah! No need for all this fighting and stuff. Maybe maybe I was the one that was. I, maybe I misread it the first time. And she said, not at all. The statement I said I made was my right to, to say. Tweeting had nothing to do with it. Word. Anytime you stop someone from speaking what is on their mind, you violate the First Amendment. So we have a law scholar here. Wow. Apparently, mm. apparently, <laughs> saying shut up on the internet is also stopping them from speaking what is on their mind. I guess so. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm. I didn't know I was an entity of government now. Who am I? I, I feel guess, so powerful. Uh, you really powerful. All of you shut up. <laughs> mm. I'm the most powerful man on the earth. No one can speak. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm already breaking your rules. Fuck you. Uh, anytime, uh, yeah, so I said, what rights were taken away from, quote unquote, us? The right to vote? The right not to be a slave? The right to own land? The right to be educated in the same schools? The right to marry someone of another race? The right to attend college? Like, cause she's telling me, like, what about the rights this country took from you already? Like, well, okay, what, what about those rights? Are those cool? Cause those are some that were given to the black people that I think we're, I'm pretty much in favor of. Um, and uh so I, someone said i don't think they understand the first amendment very well <laughs> yeah because that don't sound too bright yeah um so i asked her about having sex and she said no can do i'm married and love my pu- husband dearly smiley face you know and i said okay number one telling you to shut up didn't make you stop speaking your mind so you still have a mind to speak it mm-hmm. and you failed civics those are the three points i wanted to make to her and uh, regarding your husband, does he eat that pussy right? Oh, Lord. Yes, I would like to know. Because it's her First Amendment, Karen. Right? So, so She says, so what would you say about the Patriot Act specifically? Isn't that a violation of our rights? And I was like, wait a minute. You don't even know what the First Amendment means. Why the fuck would I discuss the Patriot, Patriot Act, Act with, with you? you. <laughs> let's have a more complex no discussion <laughs> person that could not understand the fucking fifth grade civics let's talk about let's talk about the patriot <laughs> i don't understand i don't understand multiplication but would you like to discuss the quadratic formula no nigga no this is only gonna get worse Oh, man. So she said, please enlighten the world on your interpretation of the First Amendment. I would love to hear what you have to say. And I said, nigga. Why is she still talking to you, sir? 
I said, nigga, if you don't fucking wiki that shit, it's not, I'm not gonna do your job for you, uh, for your civics teacher. I'll just, and I slid the link in there, like, look the shit up. And I said, you violated the First Amendment by not telling me if your husband goes downtown long enough. I'm telling Obama. <laughs> he need to know, Karen. He need to know. And, uh, she said she was just about to send me the same link to the Wikipedia First Amendment, right? What's not to understand? Glad we're on the same page. And I said, yeah, but the thing is, I read it. You didn't. Telling someone to shut up isn't a violation of the First Amendment, dear. No, it's not. Um, and uh, I said, such an open and shut violation of your civil rights tonight on Twitter. I'm shocked you haven't lawyered up. Right? Well, you know, hey, I, you, clearly you're smarter than me. Why don't you just go get you a lawyer and sue me? Um, and and I, I chirp story this on the Blackout Test for those who want to follow it. But um, I, 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 some people were trying to participate and I left their church tweets out because they were talking about how ugly she is and she her name is words to run by has a marathon blob she looks fat and stuff i left that out because honestly man that's fucked up it's below the belt and has nothing to do with anything nope so uh that if you're like why didn't you retweet me that's why uh anyway so uh she said not in and of itself but the fact that you didn't like what i said so you stooped to shutting me up that counts how you should she's still talking she said or you when you could have just ignored it or come back with an intelligent response First of all, shut up was a very intelligent response, okay? Because mm-hmm. I knew where this was going. And let's be honest, you went back and deleted all those tweets. Why? Because you should have shut the fuck up, which is why I'm right. Which is why I'm right. That's right. You blocked me, but I also just checked it from another account. And uh, yeah, she went and deleted all these tweets because she knows how fucking silly she looked. She deleted them? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, which wow. means I'm right. I said, shut up. And then she was like, no, I'm going to talk about it. Look stupid for a couple hours. And then was like, oh, shit. No, I, I think I think once people started commenting and jumping in, she was like, oh, I messed with the wrong one. Yeah, shut up in hindsight. Um, so, no, nah, she didn't say that, Karen. No, don't give her a bell out because uh, you'll see. No, no, I'll read oh, the rest of it and okay, you'll I'm see sorry. what I'm talking about. She, did, she didn't do that at any point. Uh, she didn't realize. You know what I'm saying? That might have been the reason why she took him back. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay, my bad. All right, so I said that counts. Remember, she told me that telling her to shut up counts is a First Amendment right violation. I said that counts. Sue me then. Sounds like an open and shut case. Clearly, you know the law. And uh, at this point, I decided to let her know. Ma'am, I am a nigga on the internet with a Microsoft paint beard. Photoshop them to my face. <laughs> what is wrong with your life? You've been arguing with me for a fucking hour now. I know. You Clearly, got a fake beard. I'm a ridiculous man. Uh, absolutely nothing. Thanks for asking. I'm pretty happy right now. I've had many a laugh tonight. I said, well, exercise your Miranda rights and be solid. Is that better? <laughs> Ah! <laughs> so she said uh so you know miranda you should exercise the same right and we could call it a night i'm like well isn't that the same as telling me to shut up so mm-hmm. okay so um she said when she said i had a, a, a great many a laugh tonight i said us too because everybody was <laughs> reading and, 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 huh? and so she said at least we finally agree question mark and uh i said she told me she said me telling her to shut up violated the first amendment i can't um and then a bunch of people had comments to say um losing brain cells reading their responses all this stuff and i was like uh um (laughs) what how's a white woman gonna tell anybody that's black about their rights being violated on some uh as historically in this country 
Like black people aren't perfectly aware of when some rights are a little fucked up. I know it's so. I think I think we got a good grasp on it. I hope so. If we don't, something wrong. Yeah, and apparently I'm a government entity now because uh, you know I I violate the First Amendment. You know, I, I didn't know I was a branch of government. Um, so yeah, so so basically I, I retweeted everybody else's shit, and uh, she she got mad and she left. And she said, at least we finally agree. And I said that you should shut up. Yes, that was the whole point. And uh, then at the end, I asked her, hey, you watching Sons of Anarchy tomorrow? I might live tweet it. You should be there. And I guess after that, she blocked me. Because <laughs> she don't want to watch TV with me anymore. No, sir. You are not fun to watch TV with, apparently. <sighs> I know, man. What am I doing wrong, Karen? Mm-hmm. I just want us all not to be friends. people to have their First Amendment rights. Now, back, back to this manga man, nigga. Ah, see, I told you it was coming back all the way, guys. Y'all was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I told you it was coming back. So this nigga, they remember, I thought he was crazy. Remember this? I was like, oh, this dude's a little crazy. Mm-hmm. He starts hitting me up like, well, she did have a point about the First Amendment, nigga. And he was like, this eh. the same dude that was talking about the movie. Yeah, and he was on some like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a lawyer. You know what I mean? And uh, that's part of it. No, nigga, no, okay? No. It's not even, you don't have to be a lawyer to understand that she was fucking wrong. And you are crazy. You are a crazy person for even believing that that trick had a point. What is wrong with you? And so I was just like, look, man, why don't you just come clean? And I I won't even hold it against you, man. Just tell everybody that, um... You know, you, you just don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's like, no, man, it's it, in very, these cases and all this stuff. I was like, okay, I'll tell you what, present me with some evidence. You know, why don't you just present me with some evidence, dog? You know, you're, you're coming all on my timeline. And he's like, nah, man, I said, look, man, I'm going to have to block you because this is just frustrating me now. You're not presenting any evidence. You made a claim. I just asked you to back it up. You make it sound like it's just so easy to find this evidence. It's like, well, no, see, you had to pay for this special type of program and all this stuff because it's very, uh, you know, it, it costs a lot of money. I was like, no, nah, I, I don't need to go into case law. I just need you to give me one, just give me one example of when a person telling someone to shut up on social media was considered a civil rights First Amendment violation. Pretty fucking simple. It would be very, very famous if this happened. That's all you got to do. And this nigga went on for two days without admitting that he was wrong. You talked to him for two days. Why can't you? Because I'm not talking to him the whole time. It's just like he pops up and I'm like, hey, man, come on, dog. Obviously, this is you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. No, man. Listen, man. It's, uh, this is the way that da, da, da. I'm like, nope, mm-mm, no, sir. You got to go ahead and uh, get you, you just got to admit you're wrong, dog. So, yeah, man. It's, why can't people just admit they're wrong, man? She completely botched the First Amendment. Uh, you can't tell people to shut up. On social media without violating their civil rights. Get the fuck out of here. You got to get the fuck out of here. Like, and the fact that, I don't know, maybe he wants to fuck her. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's like, I'm, I'm trying to hit this. So, Rod, you, you, met, you, met, you messed up. Um, you know, maybe that's what the problem is. But I, I don't know, man. I, just very frustrating. Very frustrating. But, um, yeah, so, so. 
yeah i was more disappointed in him because he's claims to be a fan of the show so it's like damn man we got dumbass fans now we're getting too big like I, I like when we were having uh you know i like when we had the fans that you know keep it kind of small and it's, and it's very smart group but ah. now it's the show's growing up too big we're getting dumb asses and shit like no you need you you're in the fan base no right to be dumb click the links learn <laughs> what the fuck a first amendment means dog yeah it's very simple i, I hope so good grief man i hope so and Roger was telling the truth. Roger does save a lot of people from getting blocked. Because I'm like, chill grape on all that bullshit. Don't be popping me up on my timeline. No, my timeline peaceful. Yeah. Oh, man. So. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, and here's, um, and here's uh, Wikipedia, the link I sent her. Freedom of speech is the political right to communicate one's opinions and ideas. The term freedom of expression is sometimes used synonymously, but includes any act of seeking, receiving, or imparting information or ideas, regardless of the medium used. In practice, the right to freedom of speech is not absolute in any country, and the right is commonly subject to limitations, as with libel, slander, obscenity, sedition, uh, including, for uh, example, inciting ethnic hatred. So, yeah, in America, though, you actually can't have the right to be like, fuck niggers and all this shit if you want to. Nobody does. That's your right to say that. The government cannot shut you down from saying it. You know, um, the right uh, of, to freedom of expression is recognized as a human right under Article 19. You have the right to, you know, express yourself. Uh, Universal Declaration of Human Rights the recognize, and the recognizing international human rights law, international covenant on civil and political rights. So listen, when people are talking about the, the the freedom of speech, the First Amendment, these are political rights. These are things where it's like the government can't come in and stop you from doing this. The government can't come in and do, you know, some, can't come in and be like, oh, you don't like the president? Shut the fuck up. You, you're going to prison. But a random stranger walking down the street can tell you to shut the fuck up and it doesn't violate anything. Sure does not. Good grief. Like, ah, the, the stupidity on people. It's like, how do you get the nerve to walk out of the house that stupid? Like, isn't there a part of you that's just like, ah, you know what? I sound, I know I sound stupid. People always looking at me with that head tilt. And I know that means something because they don't look at everybody else that way. Um, all right. So, you know, I've been sick the last couple of days. Um, Mm -hmm. I got sick at work. Um, and, uh, the way I got sick, it was just like, uh, I was, um, sitting around uh, at work it was after lunch i was chilling and uh i was trying to uh you know eat some some food or whatever you know whatever and um eating some apples i think and i just got like real like i had like i was freezing like it was i just got so cold you know what i mean like i was just freezing like shit i was like oh i'm so cold right now I don't know what's going on. What should I do? So two minutes later, I'm burning up. Like I'm like, I'm burning up. I'm sweating at my desk. I haven't moved. I haven't done any, you know, I went and got some water. I drank that down. I felt better for like a brief second. And then I'm back to burning up just on like feeling like I'm about to just like uh, pass out. I was getting lightheaded. I turned my fan all the way up. You know, like just to like get some air flowing on me. Um, I was leaning into my fan. Like, I, I guess nobody saw me. You know, like <laughs> At your job. Yeah, yeah. Like nobody looked over there, but I was leaning forward into this fan. Like, God damn, I'm dying. You know, like I'm about to pass out at work. So I get up. And I'm like, all right, 
let me maybe um i just need to put some water on my face so i walk into the bathroom and uh i'm, I'm like all right let me just i was like i'm gonna sit on the toilet maybe i'll just sit on the toilet for a second get my mind right and uh both toilets were occupied so i was like all right i just still splash some water on my face i feel bad i splash some water on my face didn't feel any better i still felt faint and then i was like well maybe i'll take a piss you know that maybe that's what it is and just and this is weird this is how i knew i was i was fucking um sick just thinking that i might need to take a piss a little bit of pee came out not a lot uh-oh. not enough to leave a mark or a stain or anything but like two I drops could- it's like my penis was like yes yeah, piss i was like whoa how fucking sick am i it's like i need to go home <laughs> my body isn't even like thank god i wasn't thinking i needed the shit thank well, god <laughs> well it was like nah i'm just fucking with you now yeah <laughs> you ain't, you ain't, i already got a pee just doesn't want you to waste your time to put your pants down right i felt exhausted man so i go back to my desk and like i draft up an email like i have to go like I just send it to my boss. I am there. Like, hey, I I have to go. Like, I I don't know what it is, you know. I it was like it came on so suddenly. I didn't know if it was the flu, if it was food poison, if it was what, you know. Yeah, because we ate a lot of the same things. Yeah, so I don't know what it could have been. I was just like, I have to go home. So uh, I get I get in the uh, car, I go home, and I, I was hot as shit. Like I made it out to my car. First thing I did was uh, take. Um, the first thing i did was take my shirt off in the car <laughs> i was that hot <laughs> like i had two shirts on i had a dress shirt and then like a t-shirt i stripped down to my t-shirt so fast I was like i don't care who sees this i i cannot you know I get in the car get home and i just laid in the bath in the uh in the bedroom just laid in the bed for like four hours or some shit um it just like karen came home and shit i was like oh okay cool you know, I'm just laying in the bed, whatever. Um, and I realized something. Like, I was sick, and I didn't tell any. Like, I would tell people I was sick, but I couldn't tell them exactly what was wrong. And I guess this is my random thought. This is my question or whatever. Why is it that you can tell people that you're sick if you're throwing up? You can tell people you're sick if you have a cold, or you're sneezing, and all this stuff. You can't tell anybody you're sick if it's diarrhea. Nobody ever talks about ah, that shit. That's a that's a true statement. But you are sick, and you the last place your ass want to be is at work. Is it because of shit? Like, is do we all look down on shit and like we all do it? I know it's but so. it, but and y'all know I'm telling the truth right now. Someone just turned off the podcast. They're just like I'm out. Look, the viewers just ah. went down. The viewers just went down. They're going down right now. Like, <laughs> they're checking out. Like, cause it's like, no, but in the thing is like, is it cause no one's bold enough to say it? Is it just a, st- it's a stigma attached to it? Because I feel like if I would have said it, it would have been considered silly. But at the same time, how you gonna, how you gonna, like, you can't call out of work like, uh, so, uh, boss, I'm not gonna be able to come in. Oh no, what's wrong? You got the flu or something? Yeah, let's go with that. That's, 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 that's how you feel. Uh, sure. Close enough. Oh, what's wrong? Do you got a cold? And then, yeah, sure. Now, yeah, you don't want to. That's know the still, truth. that's what we're gonna go with. Yeah, nobody wants to be like, uh, yeah, because I had to shit and I can't control it. I don't need to be more than five feet away from a bathroom, uh, and there's no fucking way I'm getting any work done because I can't go to work with even a ten percent chance that I might shit on myself at work. That can't happen. Oh no, oh no, we we no no. You can't come back from that. There's no coming back from shitting on yourself at work. So uh, I'm going to go with zero risk factor and wait till my stomach feels better. It's not doing flips every time I sit up, you know. 
um so yeah i like but it was just so weird man because like you know and like i said it's gonna be gross but whatever like i'm i was going to the bathroom like it felt like every 10 minutes <laughs> yeah that is not i couldn't uh, even sleep like i'd go to bed yeah that's and when you know like, it's bad okay let me get up let me get up that's some bullshit because you can't rest like that right I felt like Method Man had tortured me at the beginning of that Method Man skit. Yeah, uh, he, uh, he did something to you, sir. Yeah, I was drinking water like shit, man. Like, I was shitting water at some point. Like, it was just like, ah! like it was nothing to shit out. It was just like, oh, okay, I guess this we're doing this. Like, anytime you're in the bathroom and you just put your head, your your head on your hand, like um, the uh, like like the thinker, you know that statue, yeah. and you just like, I guess we're doing this now. We'll be here for a while. Let's yeah. get a book. Ask, just text me when you're done. I'll just, <laughs> I'll fin- I, like, I finished two books this week. I was, <laughs> well, like, I was on the bathroom, so I was like, eh, you know what? I never got around to uh, How to Be Black. I'm on the last chapter. So I just finished that off, and I started on uh, What Do We Do Now? Uh, by Keith and the Girl. Uh, but you, You're knocking them out, sir, aren't you? Yeah, but it was so fucking frustrating, dude. I don't know what it was. Um, cause I've never had that happen before, man. I thought maybe I was like, uh, I had a fainting spell or something like that, but like I had been drinking water. I don't know what it was, dog. I just was so, I was done, man. I was so done. I was like, ah, and I couldn't tell nobody. So I decided that I'm not, I'm coming out of the shame closet. I'm coming out of the shame and, closet. And everybody else that has, that has felt this, uh, you know, and been involved in this and, and had to deal with this before. Look. We will not be ashamed anymore. We all shit. And sometimes you have to shit so much you can't go to work. Understand? There's no need for us to be shamed. We need to be empowered by it. I see Nick Jew in the uh, chat is already uh, on it. She's already proud and out of the closet. She's out of the shit closet, y'all. The wash closet as it would. She's out of the wash closet letting people know that you know, sometimes you have to shit and you just can't take it. Okay. And I, and I agree, man, I'm coming out and, uh, next time I call into work, I'm just, I have to shit. I'm sorry. It's like, well, can you come in? No, Mm-mm. you don't understand. This is a shit appointment that lasts a whole day. <laughs> yeah. Me in the toilet. The toilet is calling me right now while yeah. I'm talking to you. It's like anytime you take Pepto-Bismol and shit out the Pepto-Bismol. That's like, not that's, good. You know, that's what you do, you know? Yeah, it's supposed, that's supposed to coat the line in your stomach, ain't it? Right. And it was like an issue I don't deal with, so I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, I see sports and boobs in, in the chat room are saying that uh, Imodium is what you're supposed to use. I don't oh, know what the fuck Imodium, Imodium is. is. What is that? Mm-hmm. I thought that was how you get on the internet back in the 90s with Imodium. Ah! Now, now you're telling me it's a drug. I, I don't, I, this is Yeah, I'm going, mm-hmm, know what that is. How am I supposed to know that's the cure? There's no way to know that. Um, yeah, so I'm out of the shit closet now. And, uh, yeah, I heard that. Um, NFL refs, they're back. That's, uh, good news. Everybody was worried about it. Everybody was mad, you know, at the, at the refs. And, um, I, maybe I'm just in the minority here, but I enjoyed the fuck out of the replacement refs. Oh, they have been a blast. God damn, y'all take sports too serious. Y'all fucked up my fun. There was nothing better than replacement refs. I stayed up and watched the end of every game. For the right. 
You didn't know uh, how they were going to fuck it up. It yes. was it was a mystery. Yeah, and and the, and the funniest part about it, I know everybody was outraged, but man, I had jokes on which McCall slipped on that hat. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah, they, these niggas were inventing ways to fuck up the game. I've never seen. It was like, seen, fuck it, I'm going to throw a hat out in the middle of play. Yeah, I've <laughs> never seen this shit before. Like, yeah, uh, there was one ref who apparently you can throw down your hat when someone steps out of bounds. Yes, right? you can. There was a play in the end zone. No one stepped out of bounds. Mm-mm. And you're supposed to throw your hat out of bounds at the spot where the person went out of bounds after they did it. Yes. This nigga threw his hat in into the, the end zone play ahead of the play so that the <laughs> guy slipped on the fucking hat and slid and then he looked at the ground like what what the hell <laughs> yeah, and, the, and the quarterback threw it there and the play was all fucked up mm-hmm. like like it's amazing how inept that their jobs these dudes were and everybody was bitching and i was loving it you know and people just it finally went too far somebody and the thing is people keep going someone's going to lose a game because these refs I've been watching the games. A lot of teams lost games because of these refs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like People try to be like, yeah, one, this one game. It's like, no, man. It's a lot of games I've been watching where I'm like, that's not pass interference. <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you know, what? and the thing that was even funnier was that a lot of these announcers have been watching the games for years. So a yeah. lot of them know the game. And it would be so I, – I, I think the funniest part would be like, they'd be like yeah, that's a pass – Wait, wait a minute that's apparently that's not a pass interference yeah oh first of um, all these dudes can go fuck themselves i have never seen so many people try to explain the difference between defensive holding and pass interference in my life yeah that got so good they bring experts on yeah and the thing is y'all niggas were not doing that with the regular refs and y'all know the regular refs be fucking up sometimes too yes they do but y'all was never like now see in five yards that's supposed to be a holding but uh that right there is supposed to be interference now he threw the flag on the holding now i can see if he would have called it on the interference but i'm like no you don't actually have to get that technical if you would just wait stop being so damn hyped up to get at these refs they will fuck up enough. Yes, they will. Like, you don't even have to worry about it. They will fuck up enough for you to go ahead and get right into it without even thinking about it. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to make a mistake so big that we will all notice it and go, oh, yeah, that's a pretty big mistake. A huge mistake. So, and then they made that mistake. Apparently, Seattle was playing Green Bay. And uh everybody's completely Cuban being the fact that Seattle's defense shut the fuck down. Aaron Rodgers ah. just sacking him left and right. Oh, they was they were giving him the business. Everybody just completely just like we ain't gonna protect. We yeah, gonna it was like it happen. was like Aaron Rodgers go down. Aaron Rodgers go down. And I was like, shit, what's what's going on with this game? Yeah, they were like, uh, you know, that's what cost them the game. Uh, you know, this the last play when the refs got it wrong. They mm-hmm. called they called it a catch when it should have been an interception. That's what lost the game. No, like, y'all, um, um, y'all not being the Green Bay Packers no more is what cost y'all the game. What happened? No, you you, you don't see Aaron Rodgers shirt full of that grass. Yeah. Come on, dog. Like, what happened, though? Y'all used to be somebody, man. Y'all looking uh, like Eddie Kane out there right now. You don't love old Eddie Kane no yeah. more. Like, they just out there looking like Aaron Rodgers out there getting sacked left and right. Offensive line, man. Yeah. Defense not not playing as good as they should be. Like, it was like, I think that's the most slept on story of the year so far. Um, But, yeah, so it was just one of those things where they lost the game to me, not because of one call, but because... You played so shitty, you allowed something to happen. And if yes. you let, and there's a sports fucking rule, it's a sports law. If you let a shitty team hang around long enough, you will lose to them. Yes, you will. That's how it works. 
everybody that's ever been upset that was way better is always because y'all just kept fucking around and they ended up winning and that's why i'm pissed the real refs are back because we're gonna lose that advantage and now my eagles will not win the super bowl this year <laughs> no sir i thought that the only way we can overcome andy Reid and his horrible coaching oh. is for the refs to fuck up it's the only thing he ain't my coach and i'm angry at him I watched so many challenges this year where I was like, oh man, that's uh, a, that, that, there's no way they're going to call that. A, oh, it's a touchdown? They, they're giving them the touchdown. Okay. We'll take that. We need that. Yeah. That's what the Eagles needed. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? You, Close got the, you got the regular refs back, so, oh, y'all mouth. Fuck that. We got, all y'all timeouts going to be going the first quarter. Fuck the refs. We got Andy Reid. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that is competent at that job as a ref is going to make sure that we lose. Because we play like shit and we make horrible fucking decisions every fucking week. Every time we get to like two minutes left and they're like, oh, you know, the Eagles have uh, one timeout. I'm never surprised. I'm like, that's that's about right. Yeah. That's <laughs> about right. Uh, no timeouts. Down two points and they're trying to drive with uh, three minutes on the clock. No timeouts. That's right. Andy Reid, the first coach ever to make 12, uh, throw 12 red flags and 12 challenges. <laughs> He actually took some of his timeouts from the next two weeks to uh, do this. So, <laughs> like, it's just like it's, he took them in advance. Yeah, and like I and like people. Cause that's why people go right. Why don't you ever get hyped about the Eagles acquisitions and the, the, because we got Andy Reid. What the fuck right. does it matter? That's the fuck right. does it matter? We could trade rosters, and Belichick would beat us in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, he knew all our plays, but I'm just saying. Ah, we could trade rosters and probably still lose, man. It's not even at this point. It's just him. It is just this nigga, man. So anyway, yeah, I, we lost our only advantage, man. The real refs back. I'm very upset by this bullshit. <sighs> at least you pull for the Panthers, and they can't blame the refs for nothing. No, they sure can't. Um, and that's not even fucking shaded. Wait a minute. While we talking about the Panthers, I'm going to go ahead and go on this tangent real quick. Why does everybody act like Cam Newton is offense to defense to everything? <laughs> Fuck y'all. I'm sorry. I had to get that off my chest. Yeah. That, yeah, they do that, man. They act like he, they act like he's supposed to pass. He's supposed to block. He's supposed to run. He's supposed to catch. He's supposed to play D. They act like he's supposed to do everything. Then they act like he's not supposed to have any emotions when we play. When he, when, I remember when he did an interview. He was like, if I was a Carolina Panther fan, I'd feel ashamed. I was like, fuck yes, nigga. Y'all should have won. Everybody love the Panthers when y'all on one o'clock our time and nobody see the fucking game. Y'all beat somebody. Then y'all on Thursday night football, the whole world watching y'all. Y'all fucking play and can't stop shit i'm sorry i was kind of angry about that game it's all right and then they, to make it so bad they only won six games last year people yes like people keep going like uh well, i don't understand why you can't turn the team around y'all won six games hello we didn't make the playoffs probably not gonna make it this year yeah it's weird man this is, and then like i was this guy at work was talking heard us talking about him mm-hmm. and uh he was like um yeah so oh yeah yeah you can't see it here dog that's uh because vocal you you might need to refresh all right but uh they um like they were doing some shit and they were like uh you know uh th- you know the the problem is cam newton the league is adjusted to him i was like the league adjusts to everybody yes they do the panthers are fucking sorry did he yes, give up they did he give up 130 yards and two touchdowns to a dude that we never heard of until <laughs> thursday night <laughs> hello right 
Exactly. So and like I said, that, 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 that's where my anger comes from because I am a realistic Panthers fan. And one thing I have to say about Panthers fans, Panthers fans are spoiled. And the reason why I say spoiled, we go to the play, we went to the Super Bowl one time and we think we supposed to go every year, bust the hell when a team might not be that great. I don't understand yeah. this fan base. Yeah, I think a lot of times what happens, too, is a lot of these people have wanted to dislike Cam for a while. Yes. And the fact that they're not um, winning, winning, they're finally able to, like, it took, like, they've been, they're so hyped, like, their dick is hard, because it's been over a year since they could present this point of, like, you know, the problem is he ain't that good. It's like, nigga. He didn't set all those records by accident. Ain't that the truth? Like, no quarterback has done. He set records that no quarter. His name is the record book. Yes. Shut the fuck up. Let him do his thing, and we'll see what happens. But to just turn it around into, like, yep, everybody took it over. He sucks now. It's like, shut the fuck up. You don't know anything. Um. All right. Another thing I want to talk about. I decided uh something. uh figured it out pretty easily. I saw an article that said Lupe Fiasco uh can't pledge allegiance what you mean you can't pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america rapper activist and entrepreneur lupe fiasco has just released his fourth solo studio album food and liquor part two the great american rap album part one yep that's the whole title the chicago-born rapper uh and they go into his history and all this shit i don't care about that but they asked him some stuff in an interview uh tell me more with celeste headley to discuss his political views and his new music. And I told y'all last week, but this is how he promotes his music now. Uh, he says controversial things, and then you go, oh, yeah, he must have an album coming out. Yeah, so, that, that's him. I think I'm back, baby. Okay. Um, pledging allegiance to the flag. He says that, uh, uh, hold on, let me just add Karen back real quick. All right. Yeah. Um, pledging flag. allegiance to the flag. Um he, he says, when I was a little kid, actually, my whole family, my mother and father instructed us not to say the Pledge of Allegiance in school. They wanted us to understand fully, fully, not just haphazardly and for the sake of making my teacher happy, happy. They wanted us to understand fully what we were doing at that young age and what that means and what America is and what is your place within that. So now he's 30 and you still can't do it. OK, I guess he doesn't understand America yet. On the president and voting, he says Barack is at that at a level where he can't, no matter how much he wants or how much we want him to, he's not going to come out. He's not going to come take out our garbage, so to speak. He can't be the garbage man and the president. He can't be the mayor and the alderman. He can't fill all those roles. So I always push for local, local activity on the political scene. I always preach that you have to be active as a citizen, no matter what. And some people just voting as an excuse to not do anything. So that's that false ultimatum I told y'all about where he says, oh, I don't vote even in my local shit because it's just an excuse not to do anything. It's like, well, voting is also part of it. And you can actually do both. You can have a charity and you can still take your ass to for an hour to go vote. Mm-hmm. It's not either or, sir. Mm-mm. Um, on, on violence in Chicago, sometimes What's I do. What's so complex about that? I don't know. I don't know. Ask Lupe. Sometimes I do feel hopeless when I look out and scream out through my music and I scream out through these interviews and I scream out to people to find, to kind of, to kind of get their attention back on the thing that, things that are meaningful. There's people dying in the streets of Chicago, young people, young men and women who are losing their lives. Uh, on retirement from rap, I'm definitely retiring from more of the commercial aspects. I'm going to move more into an art space. 
So he's not. Which actually, is where you need to be, sir. So he's not actually retiring. Uh, anyway, the point is, I realized something with Lupe uh, the other day. Lupe Fiasco is Floyd Mayweather. Because, it, and what I mean by that is, Floyd Mayweather is one of the best boxers of all time. Uh, he's undefeated. He's technically one of the most proficient sound ra- uh, boxers. Uh, he's really more of a defensive specialist, mm-hmm. somewhat of a counter puncher, but he's never been a heavy puncher. He's not a knockout, knockout artist. Mm-mm. And that's Lupe Fiasco, where he is one of the more technically proficient rappers. He's a, a, a lyricist and all this stuff. But it's all stuff that I named for, for both, uh, Floyd and Lupe. Nobody really cares about like most. No, because for most people, that's boring to watch. Right. The mainstream of those respective um, art forms don't really blow up the technically sound proficient lyricist. They don't but they don't blow up the technically sound proficient boxing. Now, boxing fans that are really hardcore into it, they look at Floyd Mayweather and they just go, this guy's a fucking he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like him. Lupe Fiasco is a guy that I look at like that. Where I, when yeah. he's rapping, I'm like, this. There, there are a handful of dudes on the planet that can do the things Lupe can do on a beat. A handful. That's and, true. I mean, he's one of the best storytellers. Doesn't get enough credit for that. Yeah, that's true. Um, definitely one of the top lyricists I've ever heard. Um, and just he can switch up his flow. I mean, he's a versatile dude. He's capable of putting. Uh, deep thoughts into his music and stuff like that. But here's the thing. Don't nobody give a fuck about that. Nope. Cause it don't matter. Like one of people say like, Oh, he has some success with superstar, which you know, was, he's not on the course of or whatever. Not like that song, but yeah. What was superstar about? I'd be damned if I know. You know I've heard it. Yeah. You know I've heard it umpteen times and I still could tell you what it was. One of his singles was dumb it down. Now I do understand that one. You understand dumb it down. Yeah, not not You don't understand you understand the chorus. Yes. There's no way in hell you understand the words. Cause no one could possibly understand the oh, words. Oh no uh, well, well put like this. My interpretation of dumb it down is that people are stupid and that you have to dumb it down for stupid people. And that's probably incorrect, but that's my interpretation. No, that's that's of the it. only thing you know is the dumb it down part. I'll play some of it, but and wait till he gets to the lyrics. There's no way no one can understand this shit. I'm fearless, now hear this, I'm earless, and I'm peerless, that means I'm eyeless, which means I'm tearless, which means my iris resides where my ears is, which means I'm blinded, but I'ma find it, I can feel its nearness, but I'm a veer so I don't come near, like a chicken or a deer. But I remember I'm not a listener or a seer, so my windshield smear. Here you stare, I really shouldn't be behind this. Clearly, cause my blindness, the windshield is menstrual. The whole yeah, you don't understand what the fuck that's about. Nobody does. No, that, that was, was his single. That, that, was that my is interpretation. That's why he has to start this fucking album hype with Obama is a terrorist. That's it. I figured yeah, it out. Because if not, nobody would pay this shit no attention. Don't vote. You have to start with that because nobody is going to go and buy this album um, for the themes that he's rapping about on these albums. Oh, no. He has to go in these interviews and play the bad guy or sell his, you know, and I'm not, and for the record, I don't think he's making it up. I just think that when you listen to the album, these aren't themes that are prevalent on the album. Like, 
he'll mention something about voting, but it'll be in like one verse on like two songs. Yeah. Like, like yeah. it's not a heavy political album like that. He's not really into politics, but he needs y'all to think he is so that you'll buy the album. And that's, that's what I figured out about Lupe. He is Floyd Mayweather. That's how I feel about that dude. True. So, yeah. And it's sad that he can't just be a lyricist and have people support that way. That he feels like he got a fucking, you know, act, act, act the ass kind of to get some attention. But that, that's, that's what society sad. is. Um, <laughs> speaking of the NFL, we were talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Sunday Night Football, they always do like the schools that the people went to. Um, yes. And I, I was noticing that people have gotten out of control with the word the. Yes. It's not, a lot of it was the Ohio State was like the big one for a while. Then after that, everything was the. Yeah, it's starting to, to happen with schools that like. Don't even. Matter. Don't need it. Yeah. Like the someone, Fairville State University. What? Right. Someone said uh, they go to Alabama. Uh, they, like they went to Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. If you say Alabama, people think, you know, okay, it's Alabama. Alabama. We know who you're talking about. He's like, the Alabama University. I was like, what? Is there another one? Um, yeah. Like, I guess so. Were people confused? Like, which, which one? Oh, the, oh, the, oh, okay. That one. You know, it's just weird, man. Like, I like the cool ones. Like, Miami is the U and all that shit. But, like, some of them are such a force. And then shout out to the dudes that say they're high schools or junior Which high is schools. hilarious. Yeah. Like, the Kennedy Middle School. <laughs> The Olympic High School. Yeah, why would you need to say that, sir? Mm-mm. We we get it. Mm-mm. Um, I saw a picture this week of someone. You know how Clint Eastwood talked to that empty chair at the RNC. Yes. Apparently, someone took a chair and hung it in effigy outside on a tree, put a rope around the chair, and I guess that was supposed to mean Aww, like chair know, abuse. Oh, I guess that was supposed to be like hanging the invisible Obama. But it's like technically, aren't you hanging his invisible? Aren't you hanging his chair? Yes, you are. So invisible Obama, his chair abuse. Yeah, I guess invisible Obama's laying on the ground underneath the chair. Like, oh yeah. Why y'all do that? See, shows you how shows you how much we pay attention. I just want to know what will racism look like in four more years if he gets reelected. Like they uh, might guns and bullets. Yeah, they just gonna bring back Jim Crow. Like she's gonna bring, shit down here if they could they would they just gonna bring it like like racism gonna be off the hook in the 2016 election like it's already kind of bad now but like if he this is just only after four years of black president like after eight shit this might be this might be get kind of crazy man um but yeah so uh yeah they bring back lynching don't be surprised they uh, not. i saw a study that said that uh the back part of a plane is the safest and they did all these crash tests and in each test the people in the back of the plane uh that had the highest chance of surviving a plane crash mm-hmm. and it kind of makes sense because it's at the back it's with the tail tail is heavy right right and you're going to be crashing phase four probably i don't think yeah, any planes crash going backwards, backwards there's no yeah. reverse button on the plane ah so uh why isn't first class class in the back of the plane because you have to walk all the way to the back of the plane. Right. But you'll be alive if there's a crash. People don't care nothing about that. It's like the poor people on the Titanic are on the bottom. Right? Mm -hmm. Like that's to me, it makes more sense that 
like you if, if part of luxury and being rich is surviving you know and having nah, the biggest chance of being su- safe Nah, surviving and and people don't think about surviving i'm up front close to the pilot yeah but i'm like you i agree with that logic it would make sense for you to be in the back where your chances of surviving increase yeah because ain't that what money's supposed to buy you the probability of living longer in our country hmm? mm-hmm. that's what i thought okay um another thing too um we had a uh ribbon cutting for my job the new building that we moved in mm-hmm. and the mayor was supposed to come out there but instead we got the mayor pro tem oh you got the fake mail yeah we got like his the back i guess he's like his the assistants. backup he's like the backup quarterback on a football team yes it's like Tom Brady. Wait a minute. No, we don't have Tom Brady. Who is this we yeah. have it, it here? It's Ryan Mallet. Yes. Like, why? why? Why are you doing this? But, uh, yeah, so the mayor pro Tim came out to speak. Um, and I know that mayor is a part-time job, so mm-hmm. I don't know how short time this dude is. But uh, a, his job is a quarter time, just, just <laughs> one day a month. I feel like he gets all the jobs the mayor doesn't care about. Yes, sir. Or feel like doing, you know. He might even do that shit for free. If I may apply time, you know, the pro Tim is getting paid nothing then. And I had such a good time watching him speak because it was so evident that he did not know what the fuck he was supposed to be talking about. And I watched him bullshit himself through five to six minutes of speaking. Uh oh, what happened? Excuse me. And it was magnificent. What what did he say, baby? Like he was using these terms that was so generic that, okay. that yeah, it could have been for anything. It, yes. Like he was yeah. like he was like uh good people, uh today we are gathered here for this event which we are to be gathered for. <gasps> this these are the real lines that he was saying. Uh we on this day, the did, did fourth... They, did they just pull up and put a speech in his hand? I really don't think he knew what he was there for. Like, uh, like I think he had a basic outline of who was supposed to talk after him, who he was introducing, and some very basic things. But like, And then like some words like, insert company here. Insert how many jobs <laughs> here. He's like, on this day, the fourth day of fall, in which we are here today... <laughs> <laughs> This is the beginning of the Jewish season. I was the only one laughing. I was the only one like, oh, my God, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's like, and uh, this is, you know. Because he don't know the plays. And he the backup. Right. He's, he's like, right. He's like the backup that never studied the pl- playbook. No, that's right. He's like, and uh, we're here to have uh, some important talks with um, some important people that I'm about to bring up very shortly. <laughs> I will be introducing the person. He who, might, is, who is next? He might as well say, is this speech over with yet? How, how many minutes do I have? Right. To speak after me, that person who will be speaking is next. Yes. Next being the person in order <laughs> after this one, which is me. Like, he, he oh, was I'm so, so glad bad. I went there because we probably both been laughing. I was looking for somebody to, to make eye contact with, but no, everybody just seemed to be kind of like, oh, okay, this makes about sense. Like, mm-hmm. damn, this is why Lupe won't vote. Makes sense now, man. Complete, doesn't it? Yeah. All right, man. Uh, and very last random thought. <sighs> I think I'm just going to legally start downloading comic books. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, um, I'm going to say this. Uh, it's Marvel, right? 
yeah i'm trying i have a subscription to everybody knows i have a description to ult- oh, the only subscription i have uh to ultimate spider-man. spider-man um it's a physical hard copy i get it mailed to me every month and uh it was time for me to renew so i put in my renewal notice like hey i would like to do this they send you an email and everything like hey it's time to renew i go on their website i hit the renew button i put in all the financial details put in the address everything there's a problem with your order contact this email address okay understood so typically that's where i give up with most things and i refreshed i tried it again i used different payment uh, methods everything just kept going there's a problem with your order there's a problem with your order so finally i was like okay let me email this address i emailed the people you know and this is after trying multiple days by the way i didn't try one day and uh i get an email back two or three days later your email has been received and it will be you'll get a response soon here's your ticket number a week and a half after that so it's two weeks now i get a email saying yeah uh just try it again and if it doesn't work then you can call us and do it over the phone but uh just try it again now it's like okay so i'll go and i I try it again i was like maybe maybe they had some server issues maybe something went wrong maybe it was down that day i tried again same fucking error same fucking error so i'm like okay should i just call them or what and i just remembered i could just illegally download this shit why am i fighting you to give you my money and and the thing about it Maybe this is just me, and maybe I don't understand the uh, details of comic books. It's fucking 2012. Why do y'all have a 1980s fucking site? Right. It's clunky. It's not user-friendly. You have to put in shit exactly. Like, like it doesn't give you any er- any room for error when you're trying to find shit. It's like, do y'all want my money or not? Yeah. Just... I mean, and like, you know how long it took me to download that same issue I was trying to buy? Hmm, a minute. Like, don't y'all know your shit is pirated? Like, that would be like a music company being like, your iTunes thing doesn't work, didn't work. Well, what did I do wrong? How do I fix it? Do it, just do it again. Uh, it still doesn't work. Call us on the phone then. And do it over the phone. Nigga, your you shit is free. You more work. Your shit is free. Like, I don't think you understand. You are competing with free, sir. And I'm one of the people that's trying to make sure that you get your money. Yes. Have a, give a fuck. Don't take two weeks to send me an email to tell me just try it again. It's a try from a different browser. A different browser? Sir. Your shit don't work. Sir. Just goddamn. All right. <sighs> we have uh, some articles. We have Guess the Race. Bunch of shit like that. First one isn't Guess the Race. I just thought this was funny. Um, everybody knows Guess the Race, of course, is a game that we play with the chat room. Uh, and when we have a guest, they can play along, too. But uh, we read articles, play video clips, things like that from the news. And we ask the people to guess the race of the people involved in the article. Uh, the game is very racist. So if this is your first time in the chat room, you are in for a racial treat or... Yes, you are. A shock. A shock, yes. <laughs> you might not like it and uh either way it was a pleasure of you giving our show a try yes we thank you for hanging around for the next you know about about five ten minutes you might be leaving i just thought this story was funny a woman who was about to be released from an idaho prison will stay behind bars a while longer because federal prosecutors say she mailed a threatening stick figure 
drawing to a relative. What? Mm-hmm. Linda Joyce Lakes was serving time in Pocatello Women's Correctional Center on probation violations stemming from a 2007 grand theft sentence, and she was scheduled to be released last Friday. But earlier this month, the U.S. Attorney's Office charged her with mailing threatening communications and a felony. Did she write, I'm I'm, I'm a hang you on it? Did she write... You know, I'm going to kill you when I get out. Or she just had a very bad drawing. Um, Maybe she wasn't that good at drawing. So she decided that uh, she was going to, um, you know, say she was she decided that she was going to use stick figures to get a point across. Um, the prosecutors say that in 2010, Lakes mailed a drawing that apparently depicted a battered stick figure alongside threatening phrases such as no tears, no hiding and no more you. Well, damn. Oh, no no wonder. I'm about to say, how can you show a bad stick figure? But, um, yeah. I'm assuming that, the, uh, you know, some of the, the, the arms look like crooked. And the, yeah, face, the face probably and wasn't a circle. In, yeah, and the face was a square, you know. Kyle Wright, and F- Kyle Wright, an FBI agent, said one stick figure appeared to be lying down on his with his face smashed. A baseball bat was laying nearby with damage that appeared to be consistent with with its use on the first stick figure. So well, she was that, detailed. Oh, she was she had a comment going on, didn't she? The second stick figure appeared to be walking away with a smile. <laughs> um, I thought I had a case for you, but no, baby. You yeah, yeah, they're gonna make you stay for that. I don't care how bad your stick figures are. Yeah. Uh Wright also said in his affidavit that Lake sent a letter with the drawing that indicated her prison sentence was coming to an end and the recipient should be prepared for his final moments. Oh, <gasps> The FBI agent also said that Lakes told the FBI her drawing symbolized her hate for a man who had abused her in the past and that one day she wanted to beat and possibly kill him. Lakes was released from state prison, I mean, for prison, state prison, and taken into federal custody. She waived her preliminary hearing on the charge and has not yet entered a plea. So, uh. Are they sure they won't let her out? Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Somebody about to catch a fucking L, though. Yes, they are. Uh, I don't know who you are, mister, but whoever you are, wherever you are right now, you need to go ahead and leave town and yeah. ju- just be sure you ain't there when she get released. How you going to, how you just going to be like, I'm about to, <laughs> I'm about to fuck about you to up fuck with my bad up. drawing. What's the, what's the, the stick, stick figures? figures. <laughs> that is adorable. It's a ter- terrible, what a adorable, terrible threat. game of hangman. <laughs> Literal hangman. Yes. What an adorable threat. Yes. Death man. Oh, I don't know if you saw this too. Uh, Lady Gaga came out and said that uh, she took some pictures of herself and said that she has uh, bulimia or something mm-hmm. or some type of eating disorder. Mm-hmm. And uh, she started a new movement on the website, a new blog. It's all about people identifying with their body issues and okay. all that stuff. And uh, I got to say, uh, my first thought was, huh, so this is a new gimmick. First the gays and now the people that got body image issues. Because I saw the picture of her and she still looked good than a motherfucker. So, like, I'm not saying that means she doesn't have any issues, but it's like the whole gay thing seemed like her, you know, her latest that was thing. Crowd. Like, born yeah. this way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the body issue thing is about to be her next, you know, selling point. Like, 
That that's and, how she about to and, make move these units. And the thing is that you, it's one of the things where you almost are not surprised when these people come out and say this. Yeah. Because a lot of things focus a lot on image and how you look and the glitz and glamours. Oh, uh, this is why I've never been rich because my fat ass like to eat and I like for my food to stay down. But it's like Katy Perry and like the whole, this is about girl power. And it's like, eh, not really. It's about you making as much money as possible too. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean. So that's you know, another audience. Hopefully, hopefully good things come of this, but I just find it kind of cool because yeah, like and, the, and, and, it was dying down her, like her, the gay movement thing was kind of mm-hmm. dying down for her. And it's like, Oh, wait a minute. We got this. And then now it's body image mm-hmm. thing. She back on top. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and my thing is this, you know, if it's an issue, it's sad, get help. But you, you're basically trying to target people that have the same issue that can relate. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. So uh, here is uh, the first guest the race article. All right, sir. People that want to play along in the chat room, you know what to do. A soldier is behind bars tonight, charged in the shooting death of a fellow soldier. That shooting happened when a night of football watching mixed with alcohol turned deadly. Rachel Cox talks with parents who are now trying to explain to their children what happened. Bullets don't have nobody's name, so it could have been anybody, innocent bystander, so long night. It was another sleepless night marked with the sound of gunshots for this mother and others on the block. Shaking up because I got a little one. Colleen police were called around 10 to a duplex on Cantabrian Drive. Three men were watching football and drinking when one of them pulled out a gun. It went off, hitting a 22-year-old soldier in the face. He died before he could be flown to the hospital. And tonight, 27-year-old Patrick Myers is in the Bell County Jail, charged with manslaughter. Nobody know their day and time, but then it's scary that it could have been yours. You could have, you know, babies, we could have been sitting outside, a straight bullet would have hit. Just over three months ago, this neighborhood was shaken by yet another violent shooting death right here on Barcelona Drive. Police say it was a drug deal gone bad in which one man was killed. Uh, he got shot several times. So. As far as teaching my son stuff like that, uh, I figured that I'd just take him out the situation. If I can take him out the situation, then I won't have problems. I just want to move. I know everywhere is not perfect, but still, in your neck of the woods, it's scary. A few are still on these parents' minds tonight as they consider a way to keep their families safe. Rachel Cox, KWTX News 10. Now, here's the thing about this shooting. The reason it's manslaughter and not murder is because the, the guy who shot him says that he was trying to shoot his friend in the face to scare him off of having hiccups. Huh? Yeah. So he could, well, they did cure it. They did really, you know. It, yeah, he doesn't have hiccups anymore. Mm-hmm. He will never, ever have to worry about hiccups ever again. Hiccups for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And his afterlife because he, he not coming back. Yeah, now this is kind of a tough one to guess, but uh, Patrick Edward Myers, 27, Shooter of his friend to get him from having hiccups. Chat room, you have to guess the race. Leonard Brothers says the shooter was a dumbass white dude. The victim, I think, is white. The shooter was Mexica, Mexican. Okay, red Kool Aid sipping coon, two eleven lover. Ah, what's a two eleven? What's a two eleven lover? Somebody mm. hit us up with that one. Um. I'll have some. I'll have some cheese on that cracker. Says from <laughs> White says Cameron. 
Um, they were also arguing over the racial ambiguity of Russell Wilson, black. Still reserved to 11 equal black. Okay, got it. Um, all right, correct answer was white. That's right. Mr. Myers was a white man mm-hmm. trying to cure his friend of some hiccups by shooting him in his motherfucking face. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. All right, here's another guest to race. As soon as he wants to play. Children that were found riding around in the trunk of a car this week are now staying with a relative. And tonight we're learning a lot more about their mother, her boyfriend, and what troopers found in that car. Coma Force Denise Whitaker is live with those details. Denise? Eric, the couple is still here in the Snohomish County Jail. And the state tells me this is not the first time it's received a complaint against... Snohomish County Jail? What a name. Snohomo. ...against the children's mother, Anna Boyle. Right now, investigators are looking into previous claims of abuse or neglect involving this family. The couple ended up under arrest after a state trooper stopped Anna Boyle for speeding on Sunday. Troopers say Boyle was driving. Aaron Johnson, who said he's Boyle's fiance, was in the passenger seat. The trooper found the children ages 5, 7, and 8 after hearing them pounding from inside the trunk of the car. And I think that was probably the last thing that they thought that they were going to find back there. According to court documents, that car... You okay, Karen? Something wrong with this. <laughs> Three kids in the trunk. It's, a, it's an article on the blackout tips. Of course something's wrong with it. Car reeked of marijuana. When asked how much she had, Boyle replied, just a small bag. When troopers searched the car, they found a bag of marijuana, pipes, scales, baggies covered in heroin residue, pieces of burnt tinfoil, plus a fake Coke can that contained trace amounts of meth. Checking Johnson's record, he's got a long list of convictions and time served for drugs, theft, and getting caught with stolen items. Boyle does not have a criminal history with the state, only the open complaint that Child Protective Services is investigating against her. Boyle had claimed her children climbed into the trunk of the car on their own through the back seat. The troopers said this is what they found in that seat. In the back seat was a guitar, a snowboard, a bunch of bags and, and stuff, if you will, to where there was no room for a child seat, let alone kids. Child safety would have been required for at least two of the children. We spoke with the kids a little bit and found out that they hadn't eaten since the previous night. Looking at the wow. time occurred, the kids perhaps hadn't eaten in more than 12 hours. So officers... Well, only 12 hours is not that bad, right? ...called Child Protective Services and bought the children lunch. Now, the state also tells me that the children do have different last names. They are staying together, though, as a family right now with a relative. And both Anna Boyle and Aaron Johnson in this case face a number of charges from possession of drugs, paraphernalia, and child reckless child endangerment. Live in. All right, guys. I will give you a hint. Both of them are the same race, the, the mother and the boyfriend. So guess the race, chat room. They breaking bad out here, white. Wait, a snowboard? Oh, my God, white as fuck. <laughs> One who has a strict diet of cheese and heron. White, says Sports and Booze. Meth equal evil rapist of Mother Africa drug of choice, white. One who was requested a, a cheese IV during a recent hospital visit. <laughs> In the words of Black Dynamite, honky, white. 
<laughs> uh nancy and andy botwin white wow they is white said nick june honky says a rod he is white gold medalist in the dancing offbeat olympics <laughs> oh that's a good one uh met slinging with whitey and all in the family white correct as it is white yeah yeah the snowboard put it over the top man them was- poor kids um all right here's another uh caster race uh the university of tennessee is investigating allegations that fraternity members took alcohol enemas leading one student to be hospitalized and a national fraternity has suspended its chapter in knoxville the knoxville news sentinel uh, uh, sentinel i have a question mm-hmm. alcohol enema mm-hmm that's the thing, stick up your ass, right? I, you know, yeah. I, I learned that not too long ago because I didn't know what the fuck an enema was until right. then. Yeah. Wow. Uh, when the student bought, brought a lo- brought to a, uh, they found out Saturday about the practice when the student was brought to a local hospital with alcohol poisoning. Police said his blood alcohol was measured at .40, a level that can be fatal. After questioning the young people who brought him to the emergency room, officers determined that he had consumed the alcohol rectally. (gasps) The technique is supposed to... Could you imagine a person that that, that had to to do that test? But like, um, doctor, um, 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 he's drunk. Um, I know when he breathed in the breathalyzer, it says zero, but he's drunk and I think he got it in his ass. Right. Uh, fart into this breathalyzer, please. Yes. Oh my God. Point four. Okay. This guy's out of his mind. Shouldn't be driving. No. Um, uh, so, uh, police said that, uh, uh, oh wait, hold on. Authorities said the technique is supposed to enhance the effects of alcohol. So that's why they do it. Oh, no, no. Cause you know, drinking mm-hmm. is just not enough people. Oh, just regular old mouth drinking ain't enough. We got to take this shit to the next level. <laughs> you right up you top, want, bro. You want, you want that? I got that good shit. I got that animal, dog. I got that vodka animal. What kind of animal you like? They're the only frat that does keg sits. <laughs> Everybody yes. just do keg stands. They're like, nah, we do keg sits, sits over here, bro. Yeah, you, you sit on that shit. It is amazing, dog. You don't okay. know nothing about that. Go get Treadway and tell Dick Slap yes. that it's time to get the alcohol enemas, bro. Yeah. Up you, top. you know what? We got them enema shots. You know you want one, dog. Dude, totally weak sauce. Going going straight mouth, totally weak sauce. Gotta go like pro to the ass. Oh, no, that's gay. Go ass to mouth. Yeah. Police said uh, he had received a wine enema. At the Pi Kappa Alpha Chapter House, 11 students and a visitor were cited with but, underage consumption of alcohol. But you, but you know what, baby? The, if, if you tell these dudes that these actions are kind of gay, everybody will fight you. So that means either you stuck it up your ass or somebody has to stick this up your ass, right? Yeah, I guarantee this frat does not take kindly to no faggots. And that's... <laughs> Dude, that's faggot stuff, bro. Yeah, but, now, but y'all sticking now, stuff up your asses? Come on. Now hook that enema up to my ass and stop bringing up the gay stuff. My, my, th- my, my thing is, is, is this. This is even insulting to people that are gay. You're like, wow. Of course it is. I mean, wait, hold on. How? How's this insulting to gay people? Gay people don't do this shit. No, 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 they, they don't, but it's for the fact that these same dudes would actually beat up somebody gay and you, and they're looking at you like, you sticking shit up your ass, but you calling me gay. This makes no sense. Kara just completely made up, uh, these dudes into being homophobic people that beat up gay people for no reason. 
No, we don't know that these dudes would beat up gay people. We I, just know that no, they don't. No, I'm just under that. Assumption. I just know that that frat boy lifestyle. They, and they that's, like, that's the thing. They, they, like they're they're not, very manly. That's my whole point. But they would not be. That's not part of being a man. Being manly is beating up gay people, Karen. I hope not. <laughs> but a lot of them would tell you if you confront them and tell, you, tell them that this is gay activity, they would punch you in the face. Yeah, they might. They might. That's like, my whole point. What are you guys doing? No, it's not gay. There's alcohol involved. That's my whole point. Yeah. Pretty soon it's gonna be like pissing out alcohol. It's gonna be like the only way to do it is suck it out my dick. <laughs> no, I'm not gay though. Just no. Just the only way to take it. I'm not blowing them, dude. I'm doing a. I'm doing a dick bomb. Mm-mm. Um, the a vice dick drip. The vice chancellor <laughs> for student life, W. Timothy Roger Timothy Rogers, said the university will investigate Saturday's incident at Pi Kappa Alpha and the dozen people cited for underage drinking. Um. These alleged activities are clearly not consistent with that mission, nor are they representative with that of the fraternity uh, that would expect, oh, with what the fraternity would expect of its members. Yeah, well, I I wonder if it is, you know. It seems like what I would expect from a fraternity. Yeah, who knows how long they've been doing this. Getting drunk. Yes. Um. Yeah, it sounds like they like to get drunk off their ass, Karen. Drunk in their ass. Mm-hmm. Drunk in the ass, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told Bo, Bo was tweeting about this and I was like, so if drinking alcohol gets you shit faced, what does consuming it in your ass mean? Mm. <laughs> what do you get then? Mm. Uh, so chat drunk. room, mm. guess the race of the guy who went to the hospital with a 0. 0.40, uh, uh, blood alcohol content level. Let's see. Cracker Alpha Cracker, says Leonard Brothers. Big brother of the Grand Wizard. One white people, only white people do stunts with alcohol. Come at me, bro, white. Brother of the Upsilon Tau Fraternity, YT. Uh, says Nick Jew. White as the chat box I'm typing in, says Ashley 3 Classy. White, but rumor has it that the women of Morehouse also participate in butt chugging. What the hell is a butt chug? I don't even want to know. What the hell is That's a butt chugging? Butt chugging. Chugging that alcohol with the butt, Karen, like these dudes are doing. An asshole bong for asshole gots to be white. Only they take getting wasted that seriously. Come at me, bro. White, says Cameron Booker. They're Anglo. So, so, so what So what do you do? Do you, you actually take the keg and try to feed it up? I don't, I'm confused. Never mind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, apparently um, everybody thinks they're white, and the correct answer is white. He was a white man. Yeah, only white people like to play with the ass when they get drunk. It just seems like it's off limits to me. I I know it's so. To each their own, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you can't be like that then get mad at gay people. Come on. Yeah. Dude, that's totally gay, man. It's like, uh. Yeah, and that gay person giving you the side eye looking at your actions. All right, more against the race. A stalker vandalized a woman's home. Alexander... Drew was Zucky Hypnostis. Dwizwucky. Alright, close enough. Alexander Dwizwucky, 44, of Boca Raton. That's, that's his name. It wasn't enough to call her 30 times a day, only to make strange noises or hang up when she answered. Uh oh. No, in the six months following a bad breakup, deputies say Alexander Drewucky. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Dwizwucky, what a terrible name, of Boca Raton vandalized his 20-year-old girl, ex-girlfriend's home 
and and her job with glue and spray paint slashed her tires and damaged her neighbor's property why 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 the neighbor i know the neighbor's like what the fuck i gotta do with this <laughs> uh drizwaki 44 now stands charged of aggravated stalking following a spate of phone calls vandalism and threats according to a palm beach county sheriff oh florida damn <laughs> I almost made it a whole show. Almost. The stalking began on June 10th when the woman received as many as 30 phone calls from five different phone numbers. And that's some top flight stalking. Five. Wow. How many women out there right now are like, man, I wish I had a man that would love me like that. <gasps> oh, no, I don't need that much loving. Mm-mm, I'm good. Mm-mm. I, uh, love, I, I, I could love me all by myself and be safe. When she answered the <laughs> When she answered, the person on the other line only hung up or made weird noises. <gasps> Probably those what, what noises. Breathing? <sighs> Hello? I think it was the noises like when Fatty McGee went up the steps on that Adam Sandler album. You ever heard that? Yes. Yes. But I like the stairs. I don't think anybody heard that before. All right. It happened again three days later. So the woman called the sheriff's office. She told deputy, she told detectives she thought the calls came from Drizwaki, who she had ended a relationship with in February after two years of dating. Now, I wonder when someone's getting stalked by somebody like this, do you ever look back and go like, do the police ever look at them and go, really, ma'am, two years? And it was, like you, you had no clue. You didn't realize this nigga was crazy. No clue, you know. Until now? Yeah, you, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night, he's standing over you face to face. You didn't think that was weird? Hmm? Hmm. Yeah, two weird. years. Man. Nothing, nothing. Well, nothing. I guess he's just the one that got away. Yeah. Well, the next he's day. he's holding a butcher knife and staring at you for no reason. You ain't think nothing was wrong with that. Okay. The next day on June 14th, the woman called detectives again and said Drizwaki called her again and again. She told detectives he is no longer on, or welcome on her property and she planned to file a restraining order. Three days later, deputies got a call. This time, it was from the Boca Raton Denny's restaurant where the woman works. Someone had slashed all four of her tires. <gasps> what goes through a stalker's mind, though? Because, like, let's say that you're going to go ahead and, like, um someone breaks up with you right what like what goes through their mind where they're sitting around like i know how i'm gonna get her back i'm gonna slash all her tires call her 30 times a day hang up and like yeah they just destroy like, her I'm, house yeah, like I'm, yeah, I'm gonna make your life miserable like is she gonna turn around and be like you know what you're right yes you i can't live without you something in their mind make them think that those actions will show them that how much they know tear my shit up gonna piss me off it ain't go no yeah um so yeah apparently he hit his crazy for three how so like and do crazy people on the internet get mad at dudes like this because he hit his crazy for two years from this lady mm-hmm. and that manga man dude couldn't hide it for like two tweets from me like it was obvious he was ah. crazy and within two tweets, I was like, this nigga crazy as shit. Like, it, it's it's crazy, man. Anyway. So, uh, someone had slashed off for retires, and after that, it was quiet for two days until more harassing phone calls flooded her phone. Three days later, the harassment changed form. The woman woke up and found that someone had filled her air conditioner and front door locks with glue. <gasps> so she couldn't get in the house? I guess she woke up and found that, so maybe she couldn't get out the house? I don't know. 
a month later on july 19th a detective opened a follow-up investigation into the vandalism at the woman's work and home and discovered the possible connection with the ex-boyfriend now here's what's crazy to this about it's crazy about this to me she told them who this was day one yeah because she knew a month later they followed up like what he could have fucking killed her they don't care obviously shit was escalating right yeah. obviously this dude was in, fu- in you, fucking you insane. know what one thing i and, and people don't realize this one thing in our country when it comes to these crimes and most of these the men and women both do this but when it comes to uh women people don't care about crimes committed against women because you take a restraining order that don't mean shit if this person still decides to show up all right. all it says is that legally they ain't supposed to be here but unless the police is standing right by your front door if they decide that they want to break in anyway that's not shit nobody can do you know, i'm just keeping it real and and i think the thing about it is that they was like, okay, yeah, and then finally the detective got the case. I'm like, well, shit, I guess I work it now. A month but later. But like you said, he could have stalked her, raped her, killed, killed her, her, anything, anything. within oh that God. period of time. And, and, and the thing is that when people advocate for, for better crimes, and not crimes, but better um, like application of the law. Yeah, yeah when yeah. it comes to these things, people want to go bullshit, but unless you're the one being harassed, you know what? I come at my job at all four, my tires slash, I'd be scared as shit. Right, how does that, oh my god, so yeah, it, so apparently they didn't follow up for a month later. It's, wow. That, see, this is why I always say, man, if a man is doing something to a woman, we all know how people feel about women. Uh, women are always constantly being disrespected, you know, um, Ben Roethlisberger gets accused of rape four times and people don't give a fuck about that shit because he can throw a football. Meanwhile, people are still bringing up Michael Vick and those dogs years and years later. Uh-huh. So listen, ladies, if you're out there and you're dealing with someone crazy, a crazy stalker, you have to frame them for dog abuse. It's the only way to get people to care. Mm-hmm. OK, you have to set up, put a dead dog. I know it's sad. Okay, I hate to see a dog die yeah. just as bad as you. Because, You're gonna have to kill a dog and put it do- in the front yard. Yeah, because a dog's life is more valuable than yours. Yeah, at least a starving dog. Something maybe malnutrition, you can get them on that. But you're going to have to clearly set this man up. Yeah, they ribs got to be showing that, you know, yeah. they got to look like they ain't ate in 12 hours and you put them in the back of your truck. At least Peter will back, will find out and investigate within 12 hours, not 30 days. Good grief. What a, anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, guess the race of, uh, oh wait, was there more? To, I think there was more to that article. Hold on. Oh, we- oh yeah. Okay. So a month later they investigated and they found a possible connection with the ex-boyfriend on August 27. That's two months later now, people. Cops got a call from Denny's again. Someone had spray painted a message on the side of the building in red and orange paint. The victim's name loves drugs with two S and then drugs. So it's like Laurie Nubs, drugs, drugs. And the second incident in in recent months, the first message read, victim's name loves drugs. The restaurant manager told detectives that the harassed woman is a waitress there. He had been aware of ongoing problems between the woman and Drizwucky, 
her ex-boyfriend detectives tried to get a hold of Drizwaki, but he didn't answer any phone calls two of, days of course he would not right uh, he's too busy harassing her why he gonna answer your phone call you think if he, they, maybe they were just so lazy they were hoping he answered the call and give away all the evidence yes it's like uh, may we speak to Mr. Drizwaki? okay <laughs> <laughs> Could you hold on while I finish spray painting the side of the building? Yeah. Then it's okay. What you want? Hold on, I'm slashing some tires. I'll be right back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've reached Mr. Dreswicky. Uh, uh, probably out slashing tires or harassing my ex-girlfriend. If you'd like to leave a message, just uh, wait till the beep. Yes, and I and I hope you are to tell me we we back together again. Yeah. <laughs> The check is trying to get a hold of you. There's a cause. Okay. Uh, some phone calls are just hangups. Other were st- strange sounds followed by hangups. Some calls came from his cell. Others came from a number she wasn't familiar with. Uh, the woman was so, most. So con- what did he go to track phone and get like eight phones? I'm going to call her from all these phones. The woman was most concerned. Uh, she told detectives because a judge denied her a restraining order Den- against her ex-boyfriend. Denied her? She was afraid. Uh, detectives found how, how two. How do you get denied a restraining order? I'm sorry. On September 4th, detectives then found two graffiti messages in the woman's neighborhood. One on a neighbor's yard wall and another on a neighbor's fence directly across the street from her house. Both messages were the same in red and orange paint. Let's just say Debbie. Debbie loves drugs. At this point, man, you gotta really wonder why isn't this guy moving on yet? You know, I mean, it's been since February. It's now September. Uh, you know, you could have been on Craigslist or something by now, no, bro. I'm still upset for the fact that how judge gonna deny you restraining order? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're harder to get than we think. Cause I mean, she really had no. Well, no, she had his phone number, didn't she? That would make the calls for harassment were coming from. She could like, look, this is one of the numbers he's calling me from. Arrest this person. A witness told police he saw she saw Drewsworky spray the message on the neighbor's wall. Then he saw the witness. Uh, he took off running. The woman's next door neighbor then told investigators she had been home sick and smoking a cigarette outside when she witnessed Drizwaki fill the woman's locks with foam glue. The neighbor then, this is the most annoying stalker in the world, but, but, but when, when no one stops them, this is how shit escalates. Yes, you know? it is. The neighbor knew the man as the woman's ex-boyfriend. She watched the man then jump into a red Ford Mustang convertible. Balling. Uh, records show Drizwaki had a red Mustang registered to his name. On September 11th, detectives again met with the woman who said she broke up with Drizwaki in February 2012 because he became increasingly violent. So he's already been violent towards her. Soon after she calls it quits, uh, the stalking began. In June 2012, Alexander Drizwaki called her in an angry panic because she was ignoring her. He ignored him, ignoring him. He threatened to burn down her home with all her family and animals inside. Damn. Well, see, that was the problem. She would have let him burn the animals. The police would have gave a fuck. And he would have got in trouble. Oh, what? They, He'd have got 15 years for, for all that in a year per person. So on Wednesday, <laughs> last Wednesday, uh, yesterday, I guess, uh, they finally arrested this nigga. In his car, they found electric brass knuckles. I didn't know that existed. Oh, brass knuckles electric now? thought that was only in video games oh shit he admitted to make they vibrate in your jaw i don't understand he admitted to making many phone calls to the woman uh they asked for an explanation uh that and he, that was he didn't explain oh them brass knuckles are shocking for real electric he, he, he planning on doing some damage to her so guess the race of mr Drizwaki chat room stalker extraordinaire 
one who would be caught with a gram of meth and gets less time than a brother caught with a gram of weed one who tongue kisses animals and denies racism still exists since we have a black president slim shady impersonator he made his own special spray paint that smelled like cheese white (laughs) white man who sings to all the women he meets hello is it me you're looking for oh shit (laughs) melanin deficient monster mancha saltine one who has the 2012-2013 Limburger and goat cheese catalog. White, a black woman, would have got her cousin to fuck this guy up. A pussy-eating dog. I don't even know what chat room. Well, what race, race that, that is. is. Me either. An Earth Fair manager. So, all right. Look, according to the chat room, it looks like everybody thinks this guy is white. And the correct answer is white. He was a white man. Um. All right. A hookset man with a record for faking a brain injury. So unsuspecting in-home nurses would change his diaper. Has been arrested again for attempting a similar ruse. I feel like we talked about this guy before. So he faked a brain surgery? I mean, uh... He faked a brain injury. So he would act like something was wrong with him, and that's why people need to change his diaper. So a grown ass functioning man shit himself and piss himself and has somebody. Ch- That's disgusting. Eric Carrier, 24, was charged by Hampton Police on a single felony count of attempt to commit indecent exposure. Carrier, that's sad. That's the only thing they could get him for. Carrier, third latest arrest comes roughly a year after being charged with indecent exposure for soliciting five other women by posing as a disabled person on the website Craigslist.org. Last July. Hookset police charged Carrier with five counts of indecent exposure, all involving different women. Uh, he was convicted of indecent exposure on July 30th. That's crazy. He can't even mm-hmm. do this. Like, he can't even. Like, he fooled five different people with this. Wow. Wow. Craigslist is the devil. Hookset police uh, said they received reports from several other women. Chris, Chris, Chris is that place where they was like. This is the deepest, darkest corner of the internet. Yeah. Put it here on Craigslist. Right. <laughs> we'll do that. What, that's, yeah. what, that's what their uh, motto at, needs to be. Yeah, their motto should be Craigslist. We do that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever yeah. it is. Cra- Craigslist. If you can imagine it, we do that. Yeah. Craigslist. Mm-hmm. That too. <laughs> that should be their mm-hmm. motto. And that. Yeah, that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, in the Hampton case, Carrier first solicited the aid of an in-home caregiver by responding to an advertisement on Craigslist. He allegedly posed as a 22-year-old disabled man who could not control his bowel movements due to a brain injury while communicating with the woman. Carrier met the female caregiver in Hampton on September 12th and asked the woman if she would change his soiled undergarment. The woman became suspicious about the request and contacted Hampton police that day. Investigators believe, man, like what about him? Like what he has to have some type of compulsion that makes him be like, yeah, uh, even though like I will meet a person face to face, pretend to be retarded just to get them to change my shitty diaper. And the sad part about it, there are people that will do this for free, sir, and will take you as you are. Come on. Yeah. I wonder why he couldn't just say like it. I, people have fetishes. with Yeah. This, this is my fetish. Yes. Instead of like, I need, maybe that's part of the, the fetish though, is that they don't know and that they're actually doing it out of genuine kindness. 
Investigators believe that Carrier used Craigslist to find an unsuspecting adult caregiver who would work with a disabled adult male. Police learned of Carrier's actual age and his criminal past during their investigation. So, chat room, guess the race of Mr. Carrier, shitty diaper-wearing dude that likes to... uh, Would she have been wrong if she smacked him in the face with his shit-ass diaper? Of course not. One whose ancestors hailed from the Caucasus Islands. All that ass drinking caught up with him white. <laughs> flock of flock of seagulls white. Kyle Johnson says chalk. <laughs> chalk. <laughs> would have Keep sex. Basic. Would have sex on Adam and Eve in an Adam and Eve movie in slow motion. motion. <laughs> Ritz. All right. Correct answer is. Oh, wait. One who has a hidden camera in his bathroom to watch his caregiver is white. Correct answer is white. <laughs> he was a white man, y'all. Yes. Um, this story is just fucking stupid. Uh, police found no bombs at a home in East Mill Creek of an East Mill Creek man who had set up a network of wires and fake explosives in his yard before engaging officers in an armed standoff Sunday. (laughs) David Charles Baker, 47, was arrested at 630 p.m. after SWAT officers used a tactical vehicle to break through the front door of Baker's home. Uh, Baker, whom police described as mentally unstable and, and trained in explosives, fled out the back door and was immediately captured by officers. Of course. How does a mentally unstable person get trained in explosives? Like, who took on that, that dude as a, as an apprentice? Oh, was he somebody that was real small and just went crazy? Mm. Was he somebody who was like, you know what, all oh, this explosion just exploded my mind! <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Just, just blanked out. I can't take it no more. It just became unstable. Because you got to be smart to build explosives now. And, like, what is this? I, I imagine his fake explosives looking like the explosives on the Batman cartoon where it's, like, three sticks <laughs> of dynamite with a bow tie dun, on it. Dun, dun. A clock on it and shit. Yes. Like the Joker made it. Yeah. Neighbors have reported ba- Baker's erratic behavior to police several times in the past few months. Investigators learned that Baker had experience with incendiary devices and found a series of agitated video rants and blog posts on the Internet. Hughes said, but they do not know what exactly set off the chain of events leading to Sunday's confrontation. Hughes said the incident appeared to start at 2.30 p.m. Sunday when Baker showed up at a friend's home and got into a face-to-face confrontation with a friend and made some sort of demands. He then left the package in the driveway, uh, informed his friend that its contents could cause his home to catch fire. When patrol officers drove to Baker's home to speak with him about the incident, they found Baker welding a shotgun and walked amid the trip wires as he placed several propane and gas tanks around his property. Uh, Hughes said the officers kept a safe distance. The gentleman had in it, in it place items that were of significant concern that to just rush up would have been an act of foolishness. Winder said about 40 homes in the neighborhood were evacuated as Baker went into his home and refused to come out. Wow. He shouted nonsensical things to officers that gathered around the home. Winder said, uh, neighbor Natalie Harvey said she heard him yelling, get out of my flowers. Another neighbor, ah! Haley Fife said Baker shouted to police that he would only come out if they blew up his house. She said if he would. That'll get him out. That'll get him out the house for real. That'll get him all around the house. <laughs> yes. She said that he had apparently written all over his car, but he, she could not make out the words. Minutes before SWAT officers raided the house, Fife saw Baker display a headless mannequin in one of his windows and put a hat on his neck. He also placed bottles in the window sills and took photographs of those bottles. After Baker was arrested and cuffed, he could be seen hopping and dancing in place 
and a black sequin mini dress with the orange and pink fur trim and a cow neck. Ooh, yes, yes. He had jumped. He was on the deep end. He was like, if I'm going to be crazy, I'm going to be sexy. All the way crazy. If y'all going to blow me up, y'all going to blow me up in my Sunday best. Crazy, sexy, cool. Uh, bomb That's squad, really crazy, sexy, cool. Bomb squad examined, uh, bomb squads examined suspicious items Baker reportedly left at, the, at neighbors' houses, including an alarm clock with tape on it. He didn't even attach the blow up part. Oh, yes. I think the Joker did make them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, crews deemed that those items were safe and found the setup of the wires and tanks in Baker's yard were also not dangerous. Neighbors were allowed to return to their homes about 8.30 p.m. You know, I would have been pissed. Could you imagine you sitting home chilling and the police come beating on your door talking about some fool got explosives and, and now all of a sudden you got to leave? Right. For hours. Hours. Can't go home. I'm actually, I, at this point, I think I would be mad that nothing did blow up. If I had to leave my house for seven hours so y'all could fuck with this crazy yes. dude. And then I come back and they're like, oh, none of it was hooked up right. I'd be like, really, motherfucker? I could have stayed in my house oh, and watched I'm TV. glad we don't have kids. Could you imagine your kids crying, whining, they hungry and all that other bullshit? What? Gregor World Peace says, favorite song is You Dropped the Bomb on Me. Black. I know some of them probably wish, nigga, I wish they would have blown it up. At least you just found me leave my house. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said earlier. Don't re-explain my jokes, Karen. You just oh. here for me to bounce off of. <laughs> Is this the same dude who shot at the Dark Knight Rises premiere? Dry Dookie White. PWT, Poe White Trash. Duke Nukem White. Only white people live long enough to have standoffs with the police. The latest Batman supervillain ah. who will initiate the te- technological apocalypse. Hex color code pound F F F F F F. That's some Java HTML talk. Yeah, it must be white. Coon booger and spermatoz and white. Correct That's a name. Answer, correct answer is white. Everybody seemed to know that one. Was he just too crazy? Everybody's like, he gotta be white. Yeah. Man, I wish he was black. Fuss about flowers. Yeah. Robert Brudreau, 31, is accused of com- commandeering a car, threatening to shoot his driver because he wanted to get his pregnant girlfriend to a hospital. Oh. A 31-year-old Deltona man was arrested, accused of commandeering a car and forcing his driver out so he could rush his pregnant girlfriend to the hospital. Robert Brudreau was arrested in the hospital parking lot Sunday after a saga that began when his girlfriend's car ran out of gas and the couple had walked several miles. He is accused of armed carjacking, fleeing a law enforcement officer, and driving with a suspended license. Wow. Um, did he not have a car? I mean, um, I know the city bus might have, t- might have taken too long, but at least you wouldn't have got arrested. The girlfriend's car ran out of gas and the couple walked several miles. A 22-year-old girlfriend then began to feel dehydrated and complained that she was bleeding. Oh. Boudreaux picked her up and walked onto the, into the path of an uncommon Buick. The 20-year-old driver stopped and initially refused to take them to the hospital, but Boudreaux got angry and threatened to shoot him, so he let both of them climb inside like well why didn't you say so hop right in mm. when the driver stopped at a red light Boudreaux demanded that he run it and when he did not Boudreaux pinned the driver against his seat then threatened to shoot him if he didn't get out of the car the driver ah! damn he was determined she was gonna get to the hospital yeah okay. did they not have cell phones i don't know if i should be mad at this dude or not the driver stepped out and Boudreaux then began driving his girlfriend to the hospital. He drove erratically, shifting lanes, passing cars in the turning lane and refusing to pull over for deputies. Uh, oh, he was like, yeah, y'all gonna follow me to the hospital. Fuck that. <laughs> when he got into the hospital parking lot, the evasion continued. 
The sheriff's office reported with Boudreaux driving in circles, but deputies finally cornered the car and arrested him. They found him with two working cell phones, which he presumably could have used to call for help. In addition, yes. <laughs> in addition, when the couple was on foot, they had walked past the fire station without stopping to ask for medical help. The woman was checked out in the hospital and the sheriff's office report uh, that no one was hurt. There was no word on the status of the baby. Uh, the woman described by deputies was homeless and did not return a phone call. Duh, she don't have a home. Well, they were calling a home phone. They should have been calling a cell. Deputies did not recover any weapons, and it was not clear why they asked prosecutors to file an armed carjacking charge against Boudreaux. The victim told them he never saw a gun. Uh, check with a Florida department. Oh, chill. Damn it. Oh, Florida. Check, a check of Florida Department of Law Enforcement records show that Boudreaux has been arrested more than two dozen times and has been sentenced for four, four offenses that included cocaine possession, burglary, domestic violence, aggravated assault, being a hit and run driver, and prowling. Sunday was his third arrest this year. Prowling? Mm hmm. Guess the race, people. Hey, baby. I'm prowling. Yeah. Prowling on you, girl. I don't know what prowling is. Me either. Maybe that's mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I guess that'd be like maybe peeping Tom type mm, shit. Yeah, that should have won where the prowling is. Let's see. White niggas only take their women to get abortions. Oh, okay. White niggas only take their women to get abortions. All right. Niggas says sports and booze. Moon cricket says A-Rod the hyena. <laughs> um, arrested two dozen times still free. This guy is rhythmless nation white. <laughs> rhythmless nation. Cops lied about a gun. Black. Johnny from Grease 2, prowling white, creepy white, driving Miss Daisy Cottonwood, Louisiana native, who is the second cousin twice removed, a son-in-law from of Troy from Swamp People. Oh. Ghost, crispity, crackety, black. Man, a lot of diversity on this one. Correct answer is white. Wow. Mm-hmm. Don't let the, you know, don't let it fool you guys. Don't let it fool you. Uh, an off-duty police officer uh, went out for a jog, uh, and he witnessed a suspect sexually gratifying himself with an abandoned couch left on a curb. <gasps> uh, more cushion for the pushing, Karen. Uh, well, you know what? The, at, at least he knows that sex has seen some ass, so he said, i just give it, a, give it a little bit more. Come on here, chair. A 46-year-old Waquisha man is charged... Uh, is facing charges after an office, off-duty cop jogging through the Pebble Valley neighborhood found the man having sex with an abandoned couch set on a curb. Oh, do you think the chair had an STD? Uh, maybe. Well, you know I always say it, Karen. One man's trash is another man's pleasure. That's uh, Apparently so. That's what, uh, that's what this means. <laughs> Gerard P. Streeter was charged with... Uh, was charged in Waukesha County Circuit Court on Thursday with one count of lewd and lascivious behavior. If convicted, he faces up to nine months in prison and $10,000 in fines. For fucking a chair? That, you know what's crazy is chair rape got him more time than that stalker dude. Hell yeah. Yep, yep. Can't rape these chairs. They got rights. He'd have raped a puppy. He'd have got 50 years. He's violating that chair's First Amendment rights. He'll be a chair. That's right. At 11 p.m. You know what? Could you imagine that chair that minding his own business? Hey, chair, I see you over there. I see you looking at me all soft and fluffy. What you doing over here on the corner by yourself? Yeah. 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 What you Come doing out over here? What you doing out here so late? What you doing out here by yourself? Mm, little couch. Ain't nobody watching you. Where, your, where, where your pimp at? You by yourself? 
I know you, uh, I know you got, uh, three, three cushions, but tonight you're going to be a love seat. Yeah. <laughs> Come on over here. Make yourself a comfy for me, girl. Yeah. Oh, I don't mind you being big. That's more cushion for the pushing, girl. Yeah. You know, you like it like that. Um, daddy, 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 like them, like them push, like, like them pushes, like them, uh, couches where it has that down and soft feel to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coming out here dressed in all these designer pillows. Ah! Coming out here in all that plaid. You know, plaid, turn me on. Mm-hmm. You get these. If you don't want this, then why are you wearing frilly, frilly pillowcases? Ah! Um, you know, I can't help myself. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's say <laughs> the officer was out jogging at 11 PM when he spotted an abandoned yellow couch on the curb. He observed Streeter by the couch and thrust his hips, thrusting his hips as if he was having sex with a person. Damn. Oh, he was into it. He was tearing that couch up. I think he was talking to it like Wesley pipes. Mm-hmm. Don't you run. You know, you like this. You, you know, you a, want this. You're going to be a big couch just like your sister. Mm-hmm. Make it nasty. The officer. Yeah, I like it like that. <laughs> make it nasty. The officer ha, approached. Ha, Streeter, make it fl- don't you mean make it fluffy? The officer approached Streeter to see what was going on and yelling and yelled, "What are you doing?" Which caused Streeter to run away. Officer didn't see anyone else on the couch, but the officer realized Streeter was thrusting the, between the couch cushions for sexual gratification. The officer chased Streeter to the, what a yeah what a like motivated cop because you know my ass would have been like yeah he got away matter of fact that one i'm not even on duty i didn't see shit mm-hmm. it's like uh couch, couch rape i don't think that's on the book so I'm, I'm out and this dude chased him down in the middle of the night off of his off duty on his job to make sure this dude ended up in somebody's prison because who it knew is, who knew what was next karen next he'd be fucking is, a lamp Somebody's what, end table. Where do you stop? Right. All the furniture will have sperm on it. Ew. Couch sex is a gateway sex, is what I've always said. I think so too. You be putting out the lampshades, had a cinema fan going. Nothing is safe, people. I tell you, nothing. So he chased Streeter to an apartment complex where he entered a locked lobby, walked upstairs to an apartment, and entered. The officer contacted the police department about the incident and discovered Streeter's name. The next day, police went back to the apartment to talk to Streeter's wife. He was cheating on his wife with the couch. Ah! No wonder. That was his house. That was his hump off. Yeah. Q Ditcho in the chat said, fuck your couch, nigga. Ah! (laughs) Literally. Yes, figuratively, yes. Yeah. Um, Yes, but I like, 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 yeah, my my wife don't keep our chair like this. Yeah. (laughs) You think she. Like, you think uh, she caught him cheating with the couch in the house? Like, he knew not to cheat with the one in the house because he must have been caught before. It's like, I just got to yeah, go. Yeah, the wife knows his couch. sperm. Is this your damn sperm on this show? I told you about fucking this couch. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking the couch again? I thought you loved me. Nigga, at least wear a condom. <laughs> uh, police. Uh, oh, they, she said police were there the night before, but her husband had done nothing wrong. Um, police then went to County Springs Hotel where Streeter works and asked him about the incident. He denied being out, saying he had been at home with his wife and had gone to bed around 1030. He'll make his initial appearance at court on October 1st. Guess the race of Mr. Streeter. That's a dedicated uh, police officer. Yeah, that that, that dude uh, needs to be on CSI or something. Uh, Let's see. 
The couch was leather and L shaped. Black. <laughs> the do- a dog kisser who knows his way around the back seat. A pig fucker white who decided to test out some IKEA furniture. Clint Eastwood spitting that game at that couch white. <laughs> Scotch guard white. Uh correct answer is white. It was a white man that was fucking that couch, guys. You just keep on fucking that couch. Um right. Yeah, cause yeah, cause if 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 it would have been um a black chair, it'd have been like the lounge chair that you push back and then and it pop up. Yeah, you know how the old white old people do. Angered that what his girl that? angered that his girlfriend ignored his demands to stop cursing. A Florida man. Oh Florida. You own it today, ain't you? Uh, these are the stories. I don't look for Florida. This shit just always happens. I didn't pick none of these stories. I'm not scared of chill. Like, apparently you are, pussy. A Florida, I do have one, though. <laughs> a Florida man allegedly washed his her mouth out with soap. So he wanted her to stop cursing. She wouldn't. So he started washing her mouth out with soap. Because you know how healthy that is in relationships. That's how you soap expect Soap is someone. nasty. John Vincent Caruso, 26, guess the race, was arrested yesterday following a confrontation with Stephanie Madewell, 20, in the home where they share with their two children. Madewell told Pasco County Sheriff's Office deputies that she had been arguing with Caruso early last night when he warned that if she raised her voice again, he would put soap in her mouth. While Madewell was seated on the couch, Caruso came up behind her, put a bottle of liquid dish soap in her mouth, and squeezed the bottle. This sounds like some shit you do to your little brother or something. Like a prank. Not something you do in a relationship. No. Uh, who said that the Dawn soap went into her mouth and, and throat. She told Debbie's that as she sought to knock the bottle out of his hand, he pulled it out of her mouth, slicing her lip in the process. A deputy reported that Maidwell had a cut on her upper lip and that there was a dried up dish soap on her right cheek and chin. Down her neck, into her bra and shirt. Damn, what did he do to squeeze the whole ball in the face? And all over them titties, I bet. All over that body. Get it clean, girl. When questioned by Deputy Caruso, admitted he squirted soap into Stephanie's mouth, according to a criminal complaint, charging him with domestic battery. Picture, what a, he's going to be in prison with people that's like, so what are you in for? Domestic battery. Oh, you beat women, you disgusting piece of scum. No, 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 no. I put soap I in her mouth. Mm-hmm. For I don't beat them. I, I try to make sure they clean. She was a cursor, so mm-hmm. I put some soap in her mouth. Let her know I don't play that shit. And then dudes will be like, "Whatever, I'm raping you either way." <laughs> ah! According to a criminal complaint, charged with charging with domestic battery. Picture she had the soap in. Yeah, he remains in custody now. Before he was arrested, Caruso told an investigator that his parents used to put soap in his mouth. He added strangely that he will still put soap in mouth in his mouth now out of respect for his parents. He got a soap fetish. Yeah, you yeah. That's that's a little deeper. Let's check the chat room and get a guest to race on Mr. Caruso, the very proper gentleman. Ned Flanders White, color purple, Mr. Black, Ivory Soap White. He didn't have any orbit gum white. One who is white as the soap he puts in that girl's mouth. Yeah, that the orbit gum commercials, that is funny. Uh the I correct like the, oh, leave it the beaver white. That is a high level of white, sir. Yeah, very high. Watch that mouth out with soap. One whose dad owned a leg limo. A leg limo? Maybe I don't know what that means. Oh, leg lamp. Okay, got it, got it. Correct answer is 
white. He was a white man sitting up there putting soap in his woman's mouth. She was clean. What's the complaint? <laughs> I don't know. He's like, look, girl, I'm just trying to All make sure. All you got to sure do is add some water to this and you'll be good to go. Try to make sure that you use clean language. Now, is yeah. that is that such a crime? And no, it's not, sir. No, it's not. Can't even express my love in this house. Um, but yeah, so, all right, we'll do one more guest to race and, uh, wrap it up. Go watch some football here on a Thursday night. Cool. And now that I'm not sick anymore, I made it through a whole show and did not have to shit once. <laughs> yes, you did, sir. Hopefully I can go back to work tomorrow. Yes, sir. Uh, women arrested after trying to smuggle two kilos of cocaine into an airport in their wigs. People still trying to do this bullshit. We mean, uh, wait, is this like an epidemic? People been smuggling cocaine in wigs for a while? Not in wigs, just trying to get shit through the airport. Oh, yeah, that's never going to stop, Karen. Of course. Two women were arrested at John F. Kennedy International Airport on Tuesday after they tried to smuggle two kilos of cocaine into the country in their wigs and hair weaves. Oh. <laughs> Officials say the women had drugs. Resting on their scalps in form-fitting plastic packages. The packages are covered by beehive wigs and hair weeds to conceal drugs that the pair were trying to sneak into New York from the Caribbean nation of Guyana and South America. Uh, the wigs will get you high. The New York I Post. Like the, the New York Post reports that the pair were caught when they began acting nervously as they got close to U.S. Customs checkpoint at JFK. Their names, Kenda Howell and Makiba Graham, guess the race. What, what names? Were both arrested on federal drug smuggling charges. The pair arrived on Caribbean Airlines Flight 526 from Georgetown, Guyana. When officers patted the women down, they noticed strange bulges in their head. On their head, I'm sorry. When they asked how to remove her weaves, well, she said she couldn't because she had a package that was sewn into it. What nigga? God damn. She said she had a package that was sewn into it. How you going to tell yourself? How is the answer to the one question you know is going to send you down? That's the the one you decide to be truthful to. Like, uh, ma'am, uh, I'm going to need you to remove your weave. I can't. It's got cocaine there. Oh, damn. I guess I'm going to jail, right? Shit. According to authorities, she did Who hired them? <laughs> right. Like the two women from BAPS and shit. Yeah, yes, try to sneak cocaine. According to authorities, she then confessed that her boyfriend told her to bring the package under her hair weave to the United States for him. She said she was paid $7,500 for the job. Miss Graham, a 33-year-old resident of Harlem, New York, Harlem, also claimed she couldn't take off her hair piece, claiming it was sewn into her natural hair. Two were taken to JFK's medical clinic where nurses removed the air, the hair pieces. Oh, I see. Uh, uh, oh, shit. So she had a sew-in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they couldn't have pulled it off even if they wanted to. Right. Oh. Revealing the drugs inside. How had not... You know, I feel bad for um, the girl who didn't want to tell. The one who just tried to be cool. Yeah, I know. Like, she I feel bad, right? Because she like, they're like, take off your weave. It's got cocaine in it. And then they look over to the other liners of the other girl with some big ass weave. It's like, yo ass too. It's sad too, because Wendy Williams got caught in this because she got weave. She had nothing to do with wow. it. Wow. Oh, you know what? This is going to be an epidemic, boy. They're going to be looking at everybody's weave crazy for now. Is that your hair? Yeah. The cocaine. 
Watch mm. out if watch out if you got weaves. Uh How had nine hundred and ninety six grams of cocaine on her head and Makiba Graham was found with one thousand and forty six grams. Together the packages weighed more than four and a half pounds. Katomare. So yeah, guess the race of these two lates that were they transported were for a long ass time. Weavy wonder, black. Their lace fronts were the lace fronts were laced with cocaine. Yeah, those are some real lace fronts. Black says Greg yes. NASA Northern American Street Apes. VIP customers of the Pam Oliver wig collection. Yep, gotta keep that keep it going, Pam Oliver's wig. <laughs> Hashtag. Uh yeah, correct answer for these two ladies was black. They were black ladies. That's obvious. All right, and, man. Well, mm-hmm. well, they didn't tell the name of the weird company. You could have at least shot them out. Right. I don't, I don't know. If it was on here, I would. <laughs> and uh, before we go, I did say I would do this, and I, I, I almost forgot. But um, when we were in the – this is the stuff y'all miss when we do pre-show, people that don't watch it on vocal. Yes. Uh, don't watch us live. We were talking about uh, – I was trying to play some music for the show. Mm-hmm. And I played this song, and I stumbled onto some pretty blatant homophobia by the Wu-Tang Clan. I thought I'd put you guys onto it, ruining your childhood one song at a time. Yeah. Torture, motherfucker. What? 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 I fucking, I fucking tie you to a fucking bedpost with your ass cheeks spread out and shit, right? Put a hanger on a fucking stove and let that shit sit there for like a half hour. Take it off and stick it in your ass slow like... No, no homo. <laughs> yeah, I fucking, yeah, I fucking lay your nuts on a fucking dresser. Just your nuts laying on a fucking dresser. It sounds like they're about to say some gay, like some gay sex acts after this. Yes. It's like, I lay your nuts on a fucking dresser and then I just like put some, put some syrup or some jelly yeah, on some them shits. Some oil on them shits and <laughs> watch them shine and glisten. Right. Bang them shits with a spike fucking back. What's a blah? I'll fucking, i fucking pull your fucking tongue out your fucking mouth. And met the man's, ooh, you hear that sound kind of mm-hmm. suspect? Listen to that. What's a <laughs> And then, like, the way Met the man talks with all that, it's, it's so, <laughs> this shit yes, sounds so good. But shit, like I say, I feel so bad for, for gay people, especially gay men, because you they're looking at them like niggas. Fucking, what? Yeah. I'll fucking pull your fucking tongue out your fucking mouth and stab the shit with a rusty screwdriver. I'll fucking, I'll fucking hang you by your fucking dick off the fucking 12 stores. A lot of dick and, and ass stuff going on here. Right? For all yes. these tortures, no one could think of uh, something that didn't involve someone's dick in, in the, as a torture method. No, I'll fucking, I'll fucking, you know, lube up this real is what good. I fucking do to you. I'll fucking take you out on a nice date, and then take you back to a hotel and and and, right, and, and, and buy you a two hundred dollar dinner. Ain't that what they say the cost <laughs> is on Twitter now? Yeah, I'll fucking, I'll fucking get some, get some syrup. And they go to town on your asshole. Because that, that's, that's what I do. That's what I do to men I like. That's what I fucking do, dog. I'll fucking French kiss you right here, right now, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Cut the mic off. I fucking, I fucking sew your asshole clothes and keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. I'll fucking, I'll fucking jack you off 
right here, right now, nigga. Just turn off these mics yeah. and, 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 and let your sperm hit me in the face. Blah, blah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm saying, man. Because I'm, like, I'm like, what's what's really going on here? Just, just I fucking take head. every drop of it right down my throat like, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking lick my lips because I like it like that. <laughs> This is how pointless this this story is. Just go ahead and then tell everything you're going to do then. All right. Uh, someone asked in the chat room, what song is this? I don't know. <laughs> you recognize it yet? The Jezza, old dirty bastard, inspector deck, make porn the chef. You guard, ghost face killer, and the That's right. <laughs> now I know this part of it. Hey, you, let me suck your balls. You don't know me, you don't know my jaws. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, hey, you, put it in my eye. <laughs> Oh, another childhood moment all fucked up. <laughs> I stumbled on this shit by accident. I ain't mean to do this shit. I, 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 the mystical shit I just knew forever, but I like Method Man, that song. I'll never listen to the version on the album again. Oh, fuck it. Oh, fuck it. I'll fucking give it to you good, man. I don't even know what I'm going to do, but whatever the fuck it is, it's going to be great. I'll fucking move to New York and have a same-sex ceremony with you and let you hold me for the rest of my life. Because I fucking love you, man. Go <laughs> fuck it. Why don't you turn off the lights and close the door? I think, I think uh, Rizzo was naming people for the gangbang. Respect the so dick, too. you guard, the ghost face killer, the shot. Ah! We all getting some of Method Man tonight. Yes. I'll see what the rhythm method man, apparently. Ah! All right, man. Y'all know what it is. Shout out to the chat room and everything. Thank you for coming out and participating. Uh, time to go watch Cleveland Browns get their ass whooped to the Ravens. Yeah, um, go Flacco, go. Uh, thank you guys so much for participating and uh, hanging out. Yeah, uh, supporting us, spreading the word. Thank you. And just being cool, man, because you know a lot of fans they don't get it, and y'all do, and that's why we fuck with y'all. Yes, we love um, our fans. Except thank for you that Manga Man dude, he's crazy. Yeah, because he blocked him. Yeah. Tire son died. Yeah. Nah, I blocked Sorry, you, bro. But uh, yeah, make sure y'all do that. Follow us on Twitter at Rodimus Prime. Say that again. That as in D A T. Show Twitter is at T B G W T. This show is brought to you by Shadow Dog Productions, and you guys can go to the website and get all the details on that. But uh, the audio play three exits, which includes the most people ever they've ever recorded in one session, uh, all sitting there on the track. Twenty one of them. Friends of the show, Alexa Yeans, Nathaniel J. Brown, Joanna Moffitt, John Fouts even. Check it out, people. Um, and it's right there on the website. Support our sponsors. Five-star reviews. Leave them. They will mm-hmm. re- be read. Show number 704-557-0186. And the email is theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, I think that's about everything. Any other contact information, just look in the theblackguytips.com slash about section. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, until next time, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah. Uh. 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 Uh.